Is this the cold Sweet. open? So I was going to do a topic about this, yeah. and then I decided it would just be fine to do in the opening of the show. Um, upcoming movies, specifically two that just, as of yesterday, there's a lot of interesting things happening okay. that have me interested. Uh, so let me pull them up. Yeah, I'm still trying to get my mic to stand up. It's okay. He'll figure <laughs> oh it out eventually. Uh, now, I told you guys, but it was... What's the problem? I can't see. Oh. You're just going to have to lean, dog. <laughs> All right. God damn. <laughs> um, so yesterday, at the time of recording, I know this will be a couple weeks old by the time this comes out, mm. it was announced that, where the fuck is the title? Uh, Superman Legacy, James Gunn's Superman Legacy has added Isabella Merced, uh, Eddie Gathegi, and Nathan Fillion to the cast. And they are playing, respectively, Hawk Girl. Mr. Terrific, and Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. Who's Mr. Terrific? Never Mr. Heard Terrific of him. is, he's not the most popular character, but he's... Uh, he's you can say that clearly. again. He's okay. Um, he was in a really good uh, Adam Strange comic by Mr. Tom King a little while ago. Um, then it was announced today that Anthony Kerrigan, the guy from Barry, has also been added to the cast as Metamorpho. The guy from Barry, Ontario? No, from no, the show the HB- show Barry. HBO's Barry. It's a show. It's like it's like a show about a, a guy who's like a hitman and he becomes an actor to try oh. to leave the hitman. R R Y, not R R I E. Oh, anyway, would you mind turning okay. my shit up a little bit? I would mind turning your shit up a little bit. Where are you? So are hello, you ex- hello. Are you too? Hello, hello. Oh yeah, it's there nice. Um, so are you excited for this? So here's the thing. So because there's two angry? specific movies I wanted to get <laughs> into that I'm excited uh, while we do this quickly here, uh, because again, this didn't need to be a full topic. Here's the thing. I am incredibly excited for what James Gunn and Peter Safran hopefully have in store for the DC Universe. Um, I will admit, as cool as it is to see his appreciation for some of these like minor characters like Metamorpho. I mean, Hawkgirl is like well-known and kind of beloved, and Guy Gardner, Green Lantern, has never been my favorite. Like He's usually kind of more of like a douche. Um, like when they th- announced Nathan Fillion, I lost my shit because I thought they were finally making him Hal Jordan because he's done the voice for Hal and some animated stuff before and he's so f- good. And then it was like, oh, he's Guy Gardner. I'm like, eh, I guess. I mean, it also makes sense because I guess Nathan Fillion's like slightly older now. So like, do you really want him as like your main Green Lantern? Who knows if they're going with Hal? Maybe they'll do John or fucking Kyle. But anyways. Um, Clearly they're doing Guy. They're Well, for now. But there's going to, like they've already said they're doing a Green Lantern's like show Oh, this is going to wow. be shows and movies and stuff. Green Lantern is underrated, and they need to portray him well on the screen. The show, I think, is they're so just much calling potential. it like Green Lanterns or whatever. So my mm-hmm. assumption would be is that it's going to be like John Howe, you assume Guy, Kyle. and maybe like Kyle and a couple other mm-hmm. like thrown into the mix. Um, but anyways, so as cool as it is to see all this, I will admit it is ever so slightly concerning because it's like these are this is a lot of characters you're pumping into this Superman movie. <laughs> so it's kind of like, sounds like a lot of spinning plates. Wait, it wait, gives wait, me wait, Spider-Man wait. 3 flashbacks. Wait. Did you not I, realize this was a Superman thing? I thought Flash reset the universe. It did. So this is the re- this is what they're going with for the reset? Yeah. yeah. This is James Gunn's. James Gunn's Superman movie is going to be the first movie of like the new well, So what's going on? Honestly, oh my God, they're going to so bungle no, it. No, 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 no. But this no, no, is no. the other thing. And I get, I'm, uh, this is another Bro, James, word. James Gunn, to me, is like one of the most trustworthy. Like, I, I trust James Gunn. Yes. To me, it's like, even though... You're talking about like all these characters being introduced, and it's like, is it going to be too much? Like, to me, it's like he's, he's never made a bad superhero movie. 
He's done all the Guardians movies. He's done the Suicide Squad, and they're all fantastic. So to me, yes. it's like, yeah, it's a little bit concerning, but I have all the faith in him that he's going to do a good movie. Here's the thing. I get what you were about to say, Patrick, which this is something that I think... So here's the thing. I'm a little worried about them being them having this many characters, again, in a Superman movie, and there's still rumors that there's going to be more and whatever. Um, I trust James Gunn enough to know that they can't do too much. And I, he, I think I was even reading something before we started recording where he was talking about and saying, like, I know, like, it's going to be a Superman movie. Superman, like, Lois, like, whatever. Don't, like, don't fret. They're the focus kind of thing. It's not about all these other people. So it's they're just, just Easter eggs. They're sort of there. Maybe, but what's a little concerning to me and what I think they need to prove, and I think what you were about to get angry at, is that it sounds like what they're trying to do with the DC stuff going forward is sort of a universe in progress. Exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. They're they're trying to they're trying to make their universe, but they're trying to like they're just going so hard in the paint to start. Like why yes. not build it slowly? Well, I'm sure they're maybe they're going to do maybe these characters, these side characters aren't going to a they're not going to be a big part of the universe or b they're going to have their own solo movies or shows mm-hmm. like you're talking about. I mean, so. if they're easter eggs then maybe though. So, I get that too because okay. that was kind of the problem with Justice League? the DC stuff when they first started where mm-hmm. it's like you had Man of Steel, they did the whole origin, blah 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 blah. I it's loved like, Man okay, of Steel good. by the way. Yeah, Man of Steel is great. I think Man of Steel is pretty good. good yeah. And then you get to Batman vs Superman and it's like they kind of tried doing the Dark Knight Returns thing of like Batman's been around a while. Like so he's existed seemingly in this universe. There is, you know, the dead Robin suit. Like there's history to this. And it was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then Wonder Woman shows up and it's like, okay, clearly they allude to like her being around. But then they did the thing where he gets like the nightmare vision thing, Batman. And like he's got the like video files where it's like there's the Flash video file mm. and the Aquaman video so they've file all and the existed. Cyborg video file. And it's like Okay, so they've all sort of existed, but we've never seen much of them. And then we kind of just jump right to Justice League sort of thing. I can't. I forgot, I I forgot that was a movie. I can't believe they did that. Yeah. I, well, I didn't, I've never even seen Batman v Superman, but I know they... I've seen Justice League, not the Snyder Cut, but like I remember just watching Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, and then the next big DC movie I watched was Justice League. And I'm like, how is this... Yeah. Where are we going? Wonder Woman mm-hmm. was the only one they gave... Well, I mean, it was... Superman, kind of Batman with Batman versus Superman, and then Wonder Woman were like the only three that had like some sort of establishment, and then it was like right. You to know, what, you know what's frustrating too is that I loved Henry Cavill as, as Superman, and yes. Gal Gadot was a great Wonder Woman. She so was, like they yeah. had like a good, they had a good start, but some for some reason they just rushed tension it. between. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> between, but so, between who? <laughs> between no, between Batman. Batman, between Batman and, and oh okay, them and then Batman in between. Oh okay. Mm. Um, but so, yeah, that was the thing where it's like they kind of tried to like rush to the like end of the finish line with Marvel as fast as possible. And it didn't work clearly, obviously. And the movies also, you know, some of them are good. Some of them are. It just does. It doesn't work. And I look at a movie, for example, like Birds of Prey. Which mm. I don't know if you guys did. We see Birds of Prey together. We saw it together. I mean, I saw it. We with did. You. I, remember, oh, I remember I watched it was it. all the girls. Yes, I watched Harley, Harley Quinn. And, and yeah, yeah, we did. That, that was, was good. good. That was a fun yeah. one. Birds of Prey is legitimately like fun and like yeah. really good kind of thing. But even with Birds of Prey, it's like, okay, we already know Harley because we've had the first shitty Suicide Squad movie. Yep. And also Harley's like a big enough character that it's like everybody kind of gets the idea. Can I interrupt for a second? Please. Can you believe that some people would think that the first Suicide Squad movie is better than the new than the newer one? Those people are the dumb Suicide Squad. they deserve Those capital punishment. You're right. Um, <laughs> you beat me to the punch there. But so it's like, okay, we get Harley. Then it's like you're introducing a bad guy like Black Mask. Sure, whatever. Like all that makes sense to me. But then it's like in that movie and even though I kind of like 
these iterations of these characters, it's like, and here's Black Canary, and here's Huntress, and here's Cassandra Kane, who is a another Batgirl, and it's kind of like it's it's like they want the reward before doing the work to build it. Yes, and it's like say what you will about the Marvel stuff, especially now where I know a lot of people are like Marvel's falling off or whatever. But it's like they to me did the right thing of like we've seen the universe basically from its sort of like inception with Iron Man to now like the whole way through. And the only characters they've ever really introduced not in their own shit like through other things either got context filled in later on or were given their own things afterwards. Like, it's like Age of Ultron. We get Quicksilver mm. and Scarlet Witch. Quicksilver, they get away with immediately. And then Scarlet Witch, they keep around. And they just keep building her to the point we get to WandaVision and Doctor Strange. Much it's like, like Spider-Man. Okay. Spider-Man and Civil War. Exactly. It's Spider-Man and Civil War where it's like, okay, there's this implied history when, like, Stark goes to him and is, like, showing the clip of him in, like, the shitty homemade suit, like, mm. saving a bus or whatever. And it's like, okay, like, Spider-Man, we can fill in the gaps. And even with that, he wasn't a huge part of Civil War. Like, he was exactly. like this Easter egg. Like, and then they built in... to it. And then you think of more prominent characters like Hawkeye and Black Widow, for example. Mm. It's like, Hawkeye, they introduced just sort of, I mean, technically he shows up in the first fucking Thor movie, which is ridiculous when you think about it. Mm. But he shows up in that, then he's in Avengers, and then they just keep building and keep adding to him. He gets his own show, and it's like, all right, cool. And with Black Widow, even though I think it was like two years or whatever too late with that movie, but it's like she gets introduced to Iron Man 2, she's in all the other shit, and then if you want like bonus fill-in stuff for her, here's her movie. Even Captain Marvel's movie, it's like, yeah, she existed before all this, and here it is of her in the 90s. They, so they, it's they like, laid the they laid the groundwork like you're saying like yes. they didn't they didn't just like jump to like the money like oh this is gonna, the ultimate team up movie that we're just going to jump to. Yes. They were like we're going to even though it's like they were making money with Iron Man it's not like they were like, you know, losing money necessarily but yes. but they did it properly, I guess. So the thing is they built a foundation like they built a skeleton and then added the meat to it. Mm. Whereas the DC stuff with all the Zack Snyder stuff felt like Man of Steel could have should have been the beginning of a skeleton but instead it was basically like right to justice league yeah. and i know they like currently they don't have a justice league anything announced like there is no giant team up thing currently like Good. we know we're getting the superman movie we know we're getting a batman movie um Bro. and we know we're getting i think some team called the authority and then like a bunch of shows and like some other stuff and it's like okay interesting I guess my worry is just I'm worried they're going to try and do too much too fast again. However, if they can prove it, I'm not opposed to the idea of like a universe in progress. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds like, sorry, Mark looked like he wanted to jump in with something. Well, no, I was just going to say like to me, to me, even just hearing Maddie say like they're going to do another ba- like a, a Batman movie. I'm like, I'm just done with like. But it's Ro- Robert, Robert Pattinson, no? No, it's no. not. They're it's doing not a, Robert that's Pattinson. What I'm, that's what I'm saying, dude. They're making so they're There's like going to be two Batman. He's not a part of the universe. It's like a, it's like an, uh, it's their own thing. It's like an independent thing. Which, and now with James yes. Gunn's universe, he's gonna have his own Batman. And it's like to me, it's Robert, Robert Robert Pattinson was such a great new Batman, and, I, and the movie's incredible. And I can't wait for more of those movies because they're making a second one and apparently maybe a third. Mm. But to me, it's like I just want. I wish they would just stick with that. That's the official e- Batman e- in this. Like e- even if the plan was. Okay, he's gonna be his own thing. Yeah. Why can't they just adapt and be like this guy? This is an amazing yeah. character. People love this well, on- movie. Honestly, part of me actually likes the fact that now that I'm thinking about it, part of me likes the fact that he's a separate thing because yes, it can't I, be ruined. Yes, yeah, that's the argument I was gonna make. We can't rope him into this universe that may or may not be good. It's like he's yes. gonna be like this like awesome maybe it's trilogy. Like Pattinson's thing will always be its own yes. thing in 10, 20 years if the DC stuff Bale. somehow takes off in. 
30 years from now when Robert Pattinson's been done doing Batman for two decades, they'll no way home him mm. and like bring him in for just like a little cameo thing. Or whatever. Same, with, same with Christian Bale. It's like he's an, he's independent and he's like, you know. Yeah. And it's like that's the thing where it's like it's n- I do get the like annoyance about like, oh, so there's going to be like this Another trilogy one. of Batman movies over here in its own thing. And then like your mainline stuff. I get the annoyance with that, but I kind of defer to like. Let that be its own thing. If it keeps being as good as the first one was, like mm. let it just do its own thing, and then do your main Batman stuff. But even with the main Batman stuff, like the movie, the sentence long synopsis they gave was like, "Yeah, we're doing Batman: Brave and the Bold, and it's going to be him and Damien." And it's like, okay, interesting. We don't really get live action Robin all that often, but it's like again, we're going right to like Robin four or five or whatever. It's Interesting. like, what about all the other ones before? Yeah. Maybe they try and say it where it's like, he is the first one, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or do they go the path of like, yeah, Nightwing's already doing his own thing. Jason's been dead. Maybe he's back as Red Hood. Maybe he's not. Tim's doing his own thing. And it's like, again, maybe you can pull this off. I don't mind a universe in progress, but I just, I'm, sli- I'm more worried about that overall than I am about the Superman stuff mm-hmm. with all the cast. Because it's like yeah. that. I trust James Gunn enough to be like, hey, there's little bits and pieces here, but like it's still Superman centric. Also, I feel like a lot of James Gunn's movies, like especially the superhero ones, have like a large cast, like yes. a lot of side characters. Mm. Like, think of any of the Guardians movies. There's like, you know, all the Ravagers or whatever, and like there's like a lot of side characters, and they work really well in the movie. Yes. Mm. And same with something like the Suicide Squad. Mm. Like the movie. Remember when the movie starts? It's like there's like a Team A. Yes. And it's like Pete David. Pete David. Yeah. And then they all yeah. get killed off. And like even those ones were kind of like funny and interesting right off the bat. Yeah. And then he kills all of them. And then there's like a new team. And they're also really funny and interesting. Yeah. And it's like you meet King Shark for the first time. You meet Peacemaker for the first time. You meet Bloodshot and like uh, rat the rat catcher girl. And like Deadshot? Not Deadshot. Uh, Blood Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Oh. You meet all these new characters. The only one that's like familiar amongst all of them is, is, is like Rick Flag and Harley. And Harley. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is new, and you've never met them before in any other movie, and it just like feels all. It's like and awesome. By the end of it, yeah. you love them. you love them. So it's like that's the thing where it's like He's I trust master. him enough with all that stuff, but that is the one thing that you know we'll have to check in many years from now of like how do they do with the whole, what it sounds like they're trying to do of like you know. I mean, the fact that they've gone with a young Superman, I know James kind of sort of said, like, we're not doing the whole origin thing, but, like, the fact that they're going with, like, a younger Superman seeming like he's kind of, like, in Metropolis early on, like, trying to figure out everything, it's like, sure, you're trying to do, like, it almost sounds like they're trying to add Superman to a universe in progress Mm -hmm. rather than starting with Superman with, like, Man of Steel, for example, which, like, personally, if you handed me, if you came to me and were like, Matt, build the DC movie universe... It's like, okay, well, Superman is probably what I would start with and just build it from there kind of thing and then mm, introduce all I the would, other players. I wouldn't start with Superman. Or maybe start Batman. With Batman. Maybe I would start with Batman. Batman probably is a good bet just because he kind of grounds it because there's no supernatural or, like, extraterrestrial shit yet. And then you could start to get to, like, aliens and Superman. and. Well, Lantern you could start with and Batman then, like, and then you could make it, like, what they do with Batman v Superman. Like, Flash and Cyborg and whoever else, they aren't established, but they're these anomalies on earth you know you know what i didn't like though i didn't like the fact that in the um in the dc universe with like the that started with man of steel i don't like that they they jumped to batman v superman without giving batman his own movie like they didn't they didn't give any sort of you know lead up with um what's his name ben affleck's batman yeah yeah Yeah. and we never will anyways um i wanted to say sorry i just wanted to say well i also have one more thing but that please go on cool um (laughs) so it's funny that so mark showed me a 
video of Squidward singing some <laughs> song. <laughs> I, I, I think it was um, what's the song called, Matt? Hit him up. I forget, but it's that Tupac song. It's Tupac. Yeah. But I was gonna say even even if you didn't show me that, <laughs> I heard some songs today. <laughs> they weren't in the SpongeBob characters' voices, but I heard Plankton's voice. In, oh. It was it was like the original song, but I heard it like is that Plankton singing like, or like are you, were you listening to Beggin? Beggin? Yeah, it wasn't Beggin though. It oh. was but it was that like style of like raspy almost. Mm. And any it was like th- three separate raspy songs. I don't know how they came up today, mm. but all of them I was like, oh my god, this sounds like Plankton. <laughs> and I was yeah, I'm just my mind is tainted now. Mm. <laughs> That's it. I was just gonna toss that too because I know we've gone very long on this. Maybe it could have been a topic. Um. Oh, they also put out the first teaser for the new Godzilla movie yesterday, so I just quickly have to get this off my chest. Next March, we're getting the Godzilla vs. Kong sequel out of the U.S., but this one coming December, well, November in Japan, and then hopefully, fingers crossed, Canada, um, December 1st is the one out of Japan. It will be seven years by the time it comes out since we've gotten a Japanese-made Godzilla. Before that, the f- it was oh. 12 years. What was the first one? Like what was the seven years ago one? Uh, seven years ago was the Shin Godzilla one. Shin Godzilla? Is that the one with Brian one. Cranston? No, that's the that's 2014 the American, one. American one. It's the Japanese one. I think... We never watched it then. We didn't watch it together, but somebody just sent a meme, I think, to our chat the other day where it's like him and he like opened his mouth and it's like the purple... That was Ma- That was Malcolm talking fired. about... It. The meme was something like... Grimace shake. Throwing out my Grimace shake. Yeah. And it's like the ants the ants on the anthill looking up at me. And then it's like Willem Dafoe looking up scared. <laughs> that one I really liked because it was like very cool, even though it's mm. like slow and not a lot of action. I just love that design of Godzilla and that scene of him doing the fire for the first time where like... His mouth kind of opens way wide, but like the bottom jaw like mm. splits in half, kind of thing. And he just think starts he us. by shooting out like smoke and like orange mm. fire and shit, and then it sort of like concentrates into just this like purple beam. I think you've told. I think you showed us clips from it before. Probably, but this new one they've just announced. The going rumor was that it was going to be called Godzilla Zero because it's Japan oh, cool. and they have to be weird. They called it Godzilla Minus One. That's literally the title <laughs> of the movie. Um, but what I like about it is that it's set in Japan right after World War II. Ooh. So it's going to be like a period piece. And it's also kind of obviously alluding to the 54 one, which is set like present day 54. Any but references was... you make, just <laughs> go with the assumption that I don't know what you're talking about. The original Godzilla movie came out in 1954. Oh, there we go. And it was so set in present day. It's set, like, in the, it's set in 1954. So what it came because the original one is basically an atomic bomb allegory even though it looks like a just creature feature dude it's so hot when i'm exhaling from my nose i can feel heat <laughs> Isn't that crazy? it is it's five thousand degrees in here we're just we should going. crack the window why not crack the window i don't get it why are you saying it to me can. like i said no you're like i'm sorry <laughs> that's not that was my intention <laughs> i mean last time i did say no oh, i was okay. like eh. maybe the unconsciously we'll i did that maybe yeah anyways new godzilla december i'm so new godzilla plankton J- uh, DC. DC. That's, that's, that's our cool. The episode's the over. No, that's like that's that's what oh. we're doing. <laughs> that's what we're done. All right, it was a good episode. See you guys. See ya. Welcome to episode eighteen of Wildly Adequate, the show. About anything, everything, and usually nothing. I was looking back to make sure I didn't drop the glass. Uh, I just realized that for the cold open we just did, I never mentioned that I'm actually wearing a Superman shirt. I, I noticed that. Represent. But...
the whole point of a camera is that you don't need to mention that. Well, I wanted to mention it anyway. Okay. I am one third of your hosting crew, Mr. Matthew Urso, and I am joined, as always, Patrick Fahim, uh, by Patrick Fahim, <laughs> and Mark Mashriki. Uh As you may have noticed, there are only three of us today. We are currently down a Malcolm. He could not make it. We think he will not be showing up today, but maybe Probably he'll come. Not. Kool-Aid Manning through the wall at some point. So for now, we thought we'd try this single camera setup with the three of us because that also makes my life editing so much easier. Um, anyways, we went on and on in the open for far too goddamn long. Patrick, in. take us away, baby. Okay, so uh, we've talked, for those who listen to this show, about doing food topics um, once we got onto video. So I wanted to take the opportunity to try out our first food topic. So basically, the goal of what we're going to try and do is I've made plain potato and sweet potato versions of various um, potato dishes, like ways to prepare potatoes, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to go through each version, okay? And we're going to basically say which we prefer. The sweet or the regular? The sweet or the regular. Could you acquire us a pen and paper? I have my phone, which I'm going to keep track. So. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're going to run through it. Is that a regular mashed potatoes versus sweet over there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and just before we get into it, uh, quick shout out to my parents. I was running really behind today and they helped me prepare Aww. the food. That's so say thank you to the Fahims. Thank you, thank Fahims. You Fahims. Uh, okay. So let's get started. I would yeah. say we should start with the fries. Okay. To start. Sure. Okay. Start, start basic. Well, okay. actually, can I just dig in? Should I oh, so hold on? Let me mm. let me actually say uh, to the camera sure. what like all this. I things actually, we have. What if we got the mashed potatoes and the baked potatoes out of the way first because those are my least favorite, and then do the other three whatever order you want, or do whatever order you want. It is okay. Well, well, let me introduce everything first. I feel least. like we should start with fries. It's the most basic. This is true. Okay, <laughs> so for the camera, we have sweet potato fries, plain fries, sweet potato chips, plain chips. Oh, that's a five thousand degrees. Yeah, it's the top. I told you. I was <laughs> about to tilt it, and that plate is. We have the hot. mashed potatoes. The uh, loaded potatoes, and then these things over here is actually something I've never made or tried before. Are they it's called, called latkes. It's Latka? called potato roasty. I don't know if I pronounced mm. that right. It's like a Switzer. It's from Switzerland. Originally. I've tried that kind of like it's kind of like a crispy mm. like patty type thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's almost so. like a potato patty. Yeah, that's right. The sweet potato did not come out right. What's it's but the regular recipe is plain potato. Okay. Right. The sweet potato didn't come what's, out what's, as a patty. What's, the third what's one? behind that there? It's another plain. Oh, okay. oh okay. yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. Right, yeah. let's, let's okay, so Maddie, I know you sort of petitioned for us to start with the. Um, but do also, what is this yak on this cup here? I don't know. Well, uh, I guess we can get rid of that, huh? Sure. Get rid of that gacky cup. Does everyone uh, have cutlery? I do. Yeah. Also, I guess I'm assuming we're going to be like all tasting the sweet potato and yes. then and then at the end giving our verdict to all three of us. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We'll, we'll do one at a time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, should we do plain? Plain sweet, then give our opinions. I think we all just taste the plain. Yeah. We all taste the sweet, and then and then we yeah. go from there. I'd okay, so. so let's start with fries then. Okay. Okay. Imagine eating fries with a fork. I just it's kind of oily, so I don't want to. And we're we have our mics and stuff. I'm gonna try desperately to chew like away from the mic, so that you, the viewers at home, don't kill yourselves or you know crash your car while you're driving. Now, can you pass me a sweet potato? I can. I've tried the regular. Classic. Take another regular. We're going to eat all the shit, by mm. the way. Whatever gets left is getting <laughs> of ate. Of course. 
Okay. Mm. I dig back into the regular here. Yep. You got it. <laughs> okay, I think I think I know. It, it's tight. It's tight for me. It's not honestly. It's not far and away for one. <laughs> I can't reach. Can you bring me one? <laughs> Can I move this a little closer, maybe? It's hot. Be careful, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. also have my verdict. Okay, Mark, you want to start us off? I can't believe I'm going to say this. Yeah. Because typically I'm not for this type of thing. I prefer the sweet potato fry. Wow. <laughs> you know why? Why? I think the f- the regular fry, I prefer when it's like in a uh, poutine form mm. or dipping it in, like having it with s- other stuff, like a loaded fry type thing. Yeah. And if I'm eating them plain and I'm not able to dip them in anything, yeah. the sweet potato fry is just superior. It just has more flavor. The added sweetness is just, you know, it's lovely. Mm. The, the regular fry is delicious. It's good. But it just feels a little bit too boring and basic to me. Mm-hmm. If I had the option to like have it in a poutine or a loaded fry, I'd prefer the regular fry with the fixins. Fair enough. Matthew? I'm just laughing because I was thinking in my head, it's like, I'm just going to call this topic potatoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So here's the thing, and this is going to be a bit of a spoiler alert, although maybe we'll have a plot twist later in the topic. Mm. Uh, I am not a big sweet potato person, generally speaking. Me neither. So I'm telling you right now that most of these answers are going to be me being more partial to just so, original potatoes. So originals. So I'm going original fries. Right. But right. so and I have a feeling I'm going to go original everything. Mm. But keep eating here. Maybe yeah, we'll going. be maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe we'll we'll have a bit of a shocking twist. Yeah. For me, like Mark said, when they're in their plain form, just mm. standalone, it's the sweet potato that takes it for me. It just has um, the added sweetness and it's just the added flair to it. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it other than using that word, to be honest. Sure. It's like mm. an extra kick. You know? To me, there's certain foods that like the most basic form is the best. Mm-hmm. Like I really like cheese pizza. Oftentimes oh, yeah. more than like with a, a shit ton of toppings on it. But to me, pizza, even just cheese pizza, is complex enough to be delicious by itself. Mm-hmm. That's not complex enough. That's just a, a fried pizza. It's just nothing. It's not like... It doesn't have the kind of added layer of In, in Matthew's defense, yes. in... Um, eating a few. I had my first one wasn't really that salty, but then my second one was had a little more a little salt better. to it. So okay. maybe the seasoning is a little off. But would you come if oh McDonald's boy. came out one day and was like, "Hey, we're doing our fries like the sweet thin, pot- thin, long cut, saltiest shit fries, but sweet potato." Um, wow, the maybe. answer is no. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, A and W already. Ha- I'm already content with like oh, fast I guess food that's fries. A and W has yeah, the best they have their fries. Sweet fries. And dipping it in the chipotle. Is oh great. yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Are we good to move yeah, on? Yeah. Move on. So two to one for sweet potato so far. Okay. I'm thinking we do the mashed, then go to. chips. I'd love to do the mashed. Sure. Okay. Let's do it. We'll do mashed chips, Matt. Sure. And then we'll do loaded. Sure. Maybe. Can and then we'll end on the sure. roasty. Okay. Can you maybe turn the mash towards us? I think. Like towards towards me a little bit. I was going to ask Patrick to serve us. Yeah, like that. Perfect. Perfect. This is going to be a mess. All right, okay. let's, so, so let's start with the regular. The regular looks quite the interesting. R- the regular is, um, was prepared very creamy. Okay. Very creamy. So. Go ahead and get some of that. Now, while these guys dig in, I also have to mention. You mentioned it. I have texture issues. <laughs> I'm sure. this Wasn't that the very first topic we yeah. ever did of the show? Food aversions? That was your first yeah. topic ever? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I think mean, that was Mark's first topic ever. So go What's back to episode one, food aversion. What's topic. in that? It's butter, cheese. They taste like chickpeas. It smells like... The thing? It smells There's like... There's no peas in there. How's it like a potato. It's not just like... Oh, sorry. Well, it's a potato and cheese. 
and then black pepper obviously it it does it does it tastes off to me as well to be honest i'm gonna go to the sweet potato now i'm not getting chickpeas but what i was gonna say is i don't like soft foods yeah specifically mashed potatoes so just so you all know what i'm putting myself through for the sake of your <laughs> entertainment you come on <laughs> come on now no can i start can i start go ahead the sweet potato mashed potatoes are unbelievably they're really good. way better they're now, really really good now here's the thing yeah i don't know if it's just if wow it's just, yeah they're better i gotta go play it again really let, let, let me say something here I'm going to go with the sweet mashed potatoes because for some reason, the regular ones don't taste like basic mashed potatoes. They taste like they have a little bit of, like a little bit. Some spice to it. Some spice to it. It tastes a little bit more like, I don't know, it tastes hummusy to me. I don't know why. Mm. Mm. But I like the the classic flavor of the sweet potato one and it's nice and cheesy. I'm like mixing it. them because I'm a sociopath. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going you know sweet potato. You, think you know what? This might be the one rare exception. I think I might go sweet. Really? And why is that? I don't know. I just, you know what it is? It's because here's my thing with sweet potatoes and why I'm not a fan. It's not that the extra, like that weird taste they have. It's not that I don't like it. It's just I don't desire or want it in my mouth. You know? I hear you. And I find these sweet potato or these mashed sweet potatoes, that like extra sweet potato taste is a little more subdued Mm -hmm. than in like, because like eating one of these plain fries. It's just sweet potato all day, which I'm not, like, crazy about. So, all right, Patrick, what's your verdict? I'll go sweet potatoes on the mash. Sorry, I'm just marking down what we've said on my phone here. So, for me, I'm going to just write this real quick, Matt, plain. Yeah, for me, it's a sweet potato. Um, but with the fries, it was more tight. Mm. Yes. Um, they were more similar in my enjoyment of each but i'm with i think i'm with you again on this one where it's the sweet potatoes are leaps and bounds i just think that to me it's like i like basic and just for the record mashed potatoes the mashed potatoes were prepared exactly the same way so there w- were there's separate started? ingredients for them and mm. it's ex- all the same ingredients That's i don't know why like the they don't taste bad, but the mashed potatoes don't taste like typical mashed potatoes to mm. me. I like the kind of like basic potato flavor. Yeah. Like with the fries, it was like basic potato, sweet potato. This yeah. was like kind of like interesting spice, spiced mashed potatoes that taste yeah. a little bit different or uh, sweet potato mashed potatoes. Mm. So are you saying that if it was plain, I like might basic, like it more. You might like it more. Maybe. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But in, the, in this exact case, sweet potato wins for me. Okay. All right. Let's go to the. Oh, yeah. I was, wa- I was waiting for that. Do you mind if I just angle it just oh, to show the camera? Sure. Go ahead. Please. I got it. I can do it. This yeah, plate also five thousand degrees. Those are going flying. Those are gonna it. go fly. Yeah. Now so I don't want to. I don't want to call loaded. into question the vi- the validity of your uh, method here, Patrick. Yeah. I assume the sweet potato and the normal potato both have the same yes. toppings. toppings. Exact same. Interesting. Toppings. I mean, I guess that bacon, puts them on cheese, an, green oh, onions. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I feel like that puts them on an even playing field. But I will admit, I think it somewhat throws off the pure potato ness of both of them. Okay, but and I just just just, to just two things that. on that point, please. Most of these recipes are plain potato recipes, mm-hmm. so it's the sweet potato that I think that would have the disadvantage. I suppose. Right. Anyways, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's see. Go on. How am I supposed? To, how do you want me to get into this? Yeah. Get in there. I'm just digging in. Okay. Ooh, Mark, you actually want to put that a little closer to Matthew's laptop? Ooh, shit. Oh shit! Wow. Well, I want to make sure These I get some huge. skin, too. Whoops. Oops. 
right on the table. Skin? Yeah. What do you mean skin? You mean potato skin. skin. This is the kind of potato, not with all this like extra loaded stuff, but one of these potatoes with just like butter is what you would get with like a steak, dude. Mm. I'm going into the sweet potato now. Pretty good. Could use some salt, to be honest, in my opinion. <laughs> what? <laughs> Every time he puts a sweet potato in his mouth, he smiles. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna stand up here. Oh, I got. Oh my god. You gotta get the all the, all the ingredients in there. Yeah, I think I got all of them. Oh, Lock. interesting. I'm digging back in. I made an error. I made I made a boo boo. Hmm. That's interesting. I have my the, the sweet potato caught me off guard there. In what sense? It's describe it. Wasn't it, what I was ex it wasn't what I was expecting. It's more it's more creamy, first of all, than Mm -hmm. The um, plain potato. I thought it would be the other way around. I, I have my you. verdict. I can start. I'm with going again. plain again. I'm going plain with this one. I think I'm going plain as well. To be quite hey, honest. come to the right side. And the reason <laughs> I'm going, um, the reason I'm going plain is this one tastes more like savory and kind of. I don't know. I like that yeah. kind of savoriness of it. This is like obviously sweeter, and you said creamier. Yeah. But for I don't know. I kind of like the the savoriness with the cheese and the bacon and stuff. Right. Because also the cheese adds creaminess. By itself, to be honest right. with you, it doesn't feel right with the sweet potato in this in this recipe. Mm. Yes. It feels it feels off. It's like sweet potato wasn't meant for such a thing. Mm -hmm. mm. It's the green onion. I think it's the green onion because the green onion is like what what taste would you say green onion is? It's it's hard to describe. Green onion's kind of like um, shit. I don't know. All, so all I know is that it's clashing with the sweet. That's what I know. This is like a food review show. This is so funny. <laughs> I'm going back to the sweet potato and seeing if I'm wrong. No, it's plain for me. It's definitely plain for me. No doubt in my mind. Something's yeah. Plain all day. Yeah. Plain, plain, plain all day, okay. baby. So just for the audience, um, we're split on the fries. Math Mark and I say sweet potatoes superior to plain. And Matthew says plain is better. For the mashed potatoes, again We're all we're we all sweet. Oh, we're not? you said sweet for the sweet uh, mashed. Yeah, I go oh, sweet that's right, you did. I'm gonna, I like, I'm gonna try and have a little counter going on screen. Yeah, yeah, get a counter for that you, the yeah. viewer, yeah, because yeah. I slave away for you because <laughs> you expect so much of me. I keep digging back into this regular yeah, one. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Plain potatoes. Okay, so let's move on to the. Uh, we have the chips and the mm. roasty left. What do you guys want to do? Let's do. Uh, let's do chips. Chips. Okay, I think it's. I think it's pretty clear which one's gonna be because. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet potatoes don't look right to me. <laughs> Let's start with sweet. The fuck out of town, dude. Those are pretty good. These are these are nice because, like, I know sometimes mm. Patrick and I, if we go to the works with our work buddies, mm -hmm. they like complain that they're like, "Oh, some of them are like soft or like whatever." But these got it, these have a good crunch these factor. Have a good crunch, yeah. I'll tell you what. There's one that I went back to immediately. I think we're all going to be on the same page for this one. Mark, you want to start us off? I don't know. if it, I think it might be the crunch factor, the form factor. 
the saltiness. I just like the regular chip more. I'm a big fan of regular flavored Lay's, and they just remind me of just like a really good kettle cooked chip. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm it's just the not. Crunch. Yeah, I think it's the crunch. Maybe if they were prepared, I'm not saying they were prepared differently, but I think the sweet potato just cooks differently. But if they're the identical form, it might be closer. But to me, it's clearly the the regular one. I think it is because of the nature of the sweet potato, because they were prepared in the exact same way. Can you pass me one more. That big, that big one. You want this guy? Yeah. There you go. I am also gonna go plain. I will say though, I'm pleasantly surprised by how much I like the sweet potato really? chip. Really? I think this is the closest one so far. For you? Yes. But you. Well, but, but, but here's the thing. One. Yeah, the sweet potato sweet mash one. one yeah. But I think that was. I mean, I'm not crazy about mashed potatoes either way, so that was just kind of like choosing, you know, whatever. But I think between chips, which I both like, I knew these chips, the plain ones, were obviously going to be better and far and away the best thing. Um, but it's not as, like, big of a blowout as I thought. It's not quite a landslide. Like, I will okay. say those sweet potato chips, those are delicious too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a very close competition so far. It is. It I is think. pretty close. I mean, I've been having trouble keeping... I've been too focused on the food, so I haven't really been keeping track at all of what mm. we chose. Uh, I do want to pull up just what I had here. So, yeah, this last thing, roasty, which I've never had before. Um, from the website I made it from, they describe it as delicious little crispy patties made from grated potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, I read that it was from Switzerland, but... I could be wrong on that. I'm ready to dig in here. Okay, let's do it. Mark, take a whole one. Yeah, I can split it with you if you'd like. I'm going to take a whole one too. Yeah. Oh. That's why we have the knives, I think. Oh, crispy on the outside. Mm. Oh, wow. Is it good? Yeah, that's delicious. Nice and salty. At the beginning, I was like, wow, this is going to be so easy for me to edit this episode because it's just one camera. But it's like, this topic specifically is going to be muting and taking out wow. so much audio. I'm mm. just like chewing sounds. <laughs> the plane was quite yeah, good. Yeah, I knew that was going to be delicious, the but that, plane was, was that was something else. Patrick, why don't you go ahead and get me some of that sweet one? Okay. Oh. Here's your problem. <laughs> the sweet potato one's burnt a little bit. It, yeah. Um, okay, so I made... So I made the fries. Mm-hmm. I made the Here chips. Here we go. We're I about made, to place the blame. No, no, no. I made the fries, chips, and the roasty. Oh. So I'm not going to lie to you. My attention was split, and I kind of left the sweet potatoes on for a little too long. Mm. Um, yeah, regular all the way. The sweet one is very good, which also kind of mm. surprises me. Not bad. But, yeah, I'm, di- I'm digging back. I'm digging back into the potato here. Hold on. I, I just need one more bite of the... Of the sweet before I make for this little converted. potato patty thing, I'm going plain, but the sweet's good. You know what I think it is? Well, actually, that's a lie because what I'm about to say was about to be contradicted. So never mind. I digress. It's really close for the patties for me. Mm. It's extremely close. Really? But I'm gonna have to go plain. Let's go. I'm gonna have to go plain. I feel like plain got its the, fair share. The of the flavor. Today. Sorry. I'm just going to say, yeah. You, yeah, you go. The flavor just 
popped out more for me. Mm-hmm. It exploded. It exploded. Thank you. That's the perfect that word. Was, exploded. That was a explosion in my mouth. Yeah. The best possible kind. That was my first time making it. It was pretty easy. It's not hard at all, actually. It's yeah, that was delicious. Make that shit more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it would be even better if you dipped it in like, a, like some sort of sauce, ketchup, barbecue sauce. Oh yeah. Well, let's sauce? not get carried away. Okay. Yeah. Matthew's not the <laughs> not a sauce not guy. Not a sauce guy either. Uh yeah. Come okay. So me. we've tried everything. Let's tally it up. Let's tally it up. So the majority takes it. Mm-hmm. For each thing. Okay. So sweet so, potato. Oh, sorry. So the what baked potato. So baked potato. Of so in each form, what was preferred? And then okay. we do it where we do like the total votes for sweet and the total votes for plain across. We could do the that things. too. We could do okay. that too. So yeah. so baked potato. We got three for plain. Three for plain. Okay. So that's I'm gonna put that on this hand. <laughs> we got fries. I should have got a notebook. My bad. For <laughs> fries, we got regular and two sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So four and two. Mm-hmm. And then for mashed potatoes, we got three sweets. One, two, three. Yep. And then for the patties, we got three plain. Three plain. So that puts out seven and five. Seven and five. And then what was the last thing? Three of the patties were all plain. We did. We just said we just did that. Seven and five. And then what was did the last we do thing? The patties. Oh, the chips. chips. Seven and five. And then we did all three regular chips. Oh right? yeah. Ten and ten, ten and five. Ten to five, baby. Damn. Is that wow. our final tally? I guess so. You're gonna have to put a graphic we'll for have that a graphic too. Up, but let's go. Plain chips or whatever. Plain potatoes for the win. There you have it. So I guess the conclusion of this topic is that plain potatoes work are more versatile. I guess. I think uh, they work honestly, in more. They I work in more. It's the sweet potato thing that you guys like. That extra kick that in the fries. If you rewind the clip when you guys were saying like, "Oh, the fries have that extra kick," and the plain fries are just you know whatever. Yeah. That kick works against the sweet potato fries the more you go i think Mm. well i mean because the plainness of a normal potato allows it to be thrown into anything you're right that's what i'm really it's It's not putting a taste on anything it's like a base yes whereas doing build off of it doing a uh sweet potato anything immediately your base has that extra twang to it yeah that a normal potato does not have i think you're absolutely right to me it seems like the simpler the dish, the more the sweet potato shines. Maybe sure. Like the fries, very potatoes, simple. Fries. Even the chips were pretty good. You guys said you said it was one of the closer ones, but when it's more complicated and it's like a more ingredients, the regular potato just takes yeah, it. Yeah, because it, like you said, it's like the base, and it it's almost like how white goes with everything. Or it's black a good goes with everything. It's a good vessel. Yeah, it's a good vessel. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this was fun. Word I like of the this day vessel. Oh, shit! What? Lama gave me an idea for something that I thought we could do on the show, and I just realized we didn't do it. Damn. Next time? We'll do it next time. Next Sorry, Lama. Sorry, Lama. Uh, but yeah, this was fun. So thank you guys for uh, tuning into this topic where we... Thank you, Patrick, for the food. You're welcome. It didn't take too long, but yeah, like when I was talking with you on the phone, how I said I was stressed. Mm-hmm. This is why, because I was running late and I was trying to like mm. get all the stuff prepared. Um, but yeah, again, final verdict. Plain potatoes, more versatile than the sweet potato. That's right. Feed me. I'm the best cook I know, Matthew. Okay. Um, so today, fellas, I wanted to get into something with you that I thought about and thought, oh, this would be kind of interesting. Um, I don't know how long we'll go with it, but I figured today, let's do the podcast topic about podcasts. <laughs> 
Okay. I, I just kind of wanted it's to get It's almost like breaking the fourth wall. Yes, it is. I'm <laughs> reaching out to you, the viewer. I'm in your home right now. Turn around. I'm right behind you. Um, no, I because I'm a podcast fan, and I figure, you know, now that we've been doing one a little while here, 18 episodes in uh, right in this not very second. Not to brag. Not to brag or anything. Uh, who's the one that cited a statistic that said most podcasts fail after th- or stop after three episodes? <laughs> I don't remember. Wasn't it you? It might have been. I don't fucking know. What does that mean? Fail? Like they just like they just stop. Yeah, they quit. I guess. Boom. We lasted longer than that. (laughs) Statistics. Um, Um, Let's not let's not reference me as a source here. I don't actually don't know what I'm talking about for podcasts. For but the whole three number. For the whole three oh, I thought you meant for my topic. No, no, no. Okay. Um, But anyways, yeah. So I'm a big podcast fan. So I kind of wanted to just get into like what type of podcasts you guys like to listen to, if any, and then, you know, we can rattle off some specific shows. Um, I'm not as interested as like, I mean, maybe we'll get into it. The idea of podcasts holistically and how they've sort of blown up over the past, like probably Pat, like 20 years, I would say. Okay. Like I don't, I'm not, maybe we can get into that, but it's more just like a, you know, the cringy shit that you look at. Like you're saying, like just like the podcast, you're like, this is why is this, why is that a thing? Well, more so just podcasts, like as a media form, mm. like how they kind of like started a couple decades ago and have just dominating risen. radio, basically. yeah. And like now they basically like there's you know it's like the joke of like everybody has a podcast. There's a million podcasts and like so many of them are so mm. big. Yeah. Like it's very interesting. Now we're getting into it. It's very interesting because it's not like it's not like movies, for example, where it's like you have a weekend box office and it's like. This movie made the most money, and then this one maybe made second most. Like, when Oppenheimer and Barbie come out at the end of this month, I think by the time this episode comes out, they'll already be out. But, like, those two movies come out on the same day, so it'll be, like, an interesting little thing of, like, which one of the movies is going to, like, outperform the other. But with podcasts, it's like... Which one will you, which one will you guys, do you guys think will outperform? I, think, I, I think hope Oppenheimer, Barbie. I think Oppenheimer will It's going to be Barbie, I, I hope guarantee so? it, yeah. I hope Oppenheimer. I assume Barbie. Barbie has more of a, a broad audience. I guess less people know who... Oppenheimer is or like the story of the nuclear bomb shit it's yeah. like they probably oh Barbie's in a household name it's gonna be a lighter movie and it's just gonna be also yes yeah it'll be like less <laughs> depressing also, and like, like soul crushing I feel like Ryan Gosling and, and Margot Robbie are like bigger names than like a Cillian Murphy who's, he, he's great yeah. but you know also Margot's uh, very beautiful <clears throat> that's true that'll get a lot of people to watch it just for that there you go Um, but yeah so it's like just interesting how there are so many podcasts that do so well to varying levels like not every podcast is joe rogan's yeah and yet there's still ones that are like as successful in terms of like i think there's, there's more coexistence and and like more like a shit ton of them that are like super popular as opposed yeah, to like as opposed to like movies and like other art forms where it's just like this is the best couple movies and then it's like everything yeah. else and like video games is more in between where it's like you know obviously you've got your like top dogs but like there's a lot going on whereas podcasts it's just like Everybody, Everybody just kind of doing it. And I've seen on Instagram reels a lot recently of like really. Um, Why'd you give me that look? I don't know. Like I've seen on Instagram, like to your point, I've seen like on Instagram reels, like very small podcasts that don't really have that many followers. And like a clip has like a million views. Right. And it's like these two guys making a, a joke about something. And then they're like the clip blew up and now their podcast got, got bigger. But like before the clip blew up, they only had like a couple hundred subscribers or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty. It's like the, the kind of. Everybody could do it. Yeah, here's it's what like with, with like movies and stuff. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, with no, movies no. and stuff, it's like you know, it's getting more and more accessible, and, and you're able to do a movie. Even like some people do like iPhone short movies and stuff, but even then, it's like it requires more groundwork, I think, mm-hmm. and oftentimes some sort of budget, some sort of like you know team. But with with podcasts, you could just like anybody could do it. Yes, mm-hmm. two things. 
First thing, the last topic made this table filthy. Yep. <laughs> uh, and we're going to have to clean this. Yep. That's the first thing. Second thing, do you guys believe that for a podcast to be successful, the general rule is that it should have a niche? Like, I know Joe Rogan has no niche or whatever. I disagree with that notion because okay. I know this was something we talked about when we first thought of doing the show of like, do we pick a lane mm -hmm. or do we just go? I think, obviously, I think it's a completely valid and true argument that by as going going as broad as we have limits, not limits, but it just, it doesn't give people something to latch onto necessarily. Yeah. But my point at the same time is like, there are so many popular podcasts that don't have a theme a theme or a niche like i know a lot of like comedy podcasts which we'll get into or like comedian run podcasts like yeah. the idea is you're watching comedians the so personality podcasts thing. are usually funny and you're yeah. kind of there for like the personalities or whatever but yeah. they're not talking about you know on today's episode of fucking mm. two bears one cave with tom segura and burt kreischer we're talking video games again like yeah, no yeah. they're they kind of just do their thing they're just sort of shooting the shit and like yeah. joe rogan's the same thing where his is broad and like about anything i well, think joe rogan's helps... point is that it's about every, literally about yes. everything. Also, it's, it's about the people he helps, brings on i think what helps with his show is there are a lot of like people who just watch every single episode of his show mm. i am not one of those people to me what influences what i tune into and i think it's the same for the our guest. show is just the guest because that to me informs the subject matter yeah. so it's like when he has you know, Jamie Foxx or Robert Downey Jr. on. It's mm. like, oh, okay, cool, like, movie stuff. When he's got, like, you know, fucking David Lee Roth from Van Halen, it's like, okay, music stuff. When he has other comedians on, it's like, you know, it's going to be more funny. Or stuff. Yeah. Oftentimes, he's been having a lot of, like, UFC fighters on, and I always watch those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or if he's got, like, political people, like, when he had Bernie Sanders on, it's like, oh, I'll watch that because that's and he had, he had Robert F. Kennedy. I didn't watch that one yet. That one I haven't I seen, but that guy also seems like... You're right. It's kind of like our show where I know some people have come up to me. They're like, oh, yeah, I watch your show, but, like, the video game stuff, like, I tune out yes for those topics yeah i've and had people fair, say like, that to me too and it's like yeah. to me that's the that is the nice thing about our show where it's like if we were a video game only show people who don't like video games are never going to tune in ever once kind mm. of thing whereas if we can say we're a show about anything everything and usually nothing then it's like you don't care about video games okay great this one 20 minute topic wasn't for you but the other hour and a half episode where we get into fucking, you know, sports, fashion, and food or whatever, those things are more, like, for you kind of thing, and you, know, you tune yeah. into that. To, yeah. to me, the goal of it is, like, because you're talking about the successfulness of a podcast, to me, it's, like, the goal is to have people who want to watch because of the personalities. Okay, so it's or the like personalities that make it. It's, like, it. if, you like the, if, if you like Joe Rogan, like even if you don't necessarily love the guest, you're, you're gonna watch you're gonna watch the the, the podcast because yeah. you really like Joe Rogan. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people will, will pick it based on the guest as well. But I feel like even like something like Two Bears One Cave or any comedian podcast, they they watch it like like Maddie like Maddie was saying because of the comedian because mm -hmm. you like the comedian, you like their opinions, you think they have an interesting perspective on life or whatever. So I feel like if they're if, funny, yeah, sure. So I feel like if there's if there's something like if we're funny, if we're interesting. If we are having a good time and people can feel us having a good time and they're kind of, you know, feeling that energy, that's where it is. As opposed to like, you know, I don't think anyone would watch our show because they like really want to hear about what well, we think about X. Sure. Y, or like, Z, they, like yeah. I don't think ultimately people are like dying to know, oh, what do we think about video game UI? But I love that conversation and it was a really fun conversation. Yeah, it was. And I feel like we, because of our enthusiasm about it, 
Mm-hmm. And because of how, you know, we interacted uh, on that topic as friends, I feel like people like that. People mm-hmm. like the interaction. People like the enthusiasm. On that point. Not, not necessarily just like a, a, a niche uh, topic. On that point, I actually had um, a couple of people come up to me who don't engage with video games. But yeah. they're like, oh, we saw like the UI clip mm. that you guys put out. And they're like, oh, yeah, that was like a really cool clip. And we agreed with. Dead Space? What it, yeah, the mm. Dead Space thing. They're like, oh, yeah. If. We don't play video games. We're not into video games like that. But like, we can see the point. We wouldn't. Yes. Wa- we wouldn't. We would. We would. We wouldn't want to have shit all over the screen of the UI. So yeah, we yeah. like the <laughs> idea of like minimalizing. Yeah. That to me is the hope exactly. too. Where it's like, even if we're not catching people with all four of the topics on a given episode, let's say the idea is that we're catching you with hopefully at least one, but hopefully like two or three. And the idea is too is that hopefully you stick around for the shit that you're maybe not as interested in because you just want to like because of yeah you want to hear what the people have to say about it or you want to learn more about like whatever xyz reason kind of thing i know this Um, is i know this is random as well but to me i also value like the spontaneity of a podcast i kind of like i think a lot of people will tune into podcasts unless it's like you know there's like science podcasts and like like very specific topics Mm -hmm. people are listening to them for those topics but otherwise, it's like mainly, like I said, like a personality thing or, you know, enthusiasm thing. So to me, it's like I personally like watching podcasts for the spontaneous interactions between people, the laughs, the jokes, the kind of like goofiness, just like hanging out and having a good time and being, you know, enthusiastic when you're talking about something. So to me, it's like I've, I've been thinking about how I want to be more just like random on the show, like maybe like bring up something that's not prepared. Uh, this week I didn't do that, well, but like I mean, I'm, you know what I'm saying. I kind of want to have a more of a yeah. Well, I mean, the perfect example, and I don't want to bring up the topic because sure. it was in an unreleased episode. Okay, but the very oh, first yeah, demo we did, um, you had a really funny topic. We had. I'm just gonna do this, and you'll know what I'm talking about. I was it the nose topic? Oh, I didn't. Oh, know yeah. Oh, I guess it's not. It's vague enough. It's vague enough. Yeah, you know, the so nose topic. Surprisingly yeah. enough, that was like. One of my, if not my, that's probably my favorite topic I've ever done. That was funny. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? On well, the demo, the very first yeah. demo. The other thing too Burned. with podcasts sort of as a, as a media form or whatever the fuck, and then we can get into some specific stuff, is um, I also think what helps podcasts have, like help them blow up is that it is just like what you're saying, but more so it's just like conversation, yeah, which people already kind of like. And I think it's the sort of last bastion for like real conversation in a lot of ways. And long form conversation. And long form conversation because it's like nowadays it's so much social media and other bullshit where it's people just firing opinions or yeah. thoughts into the internet kind of back and forth. And there's no substance to it. And yeah. even TVs become that problem too where mm. it's when, it, when you have a news thing on fucking fox news and it's like five talking heads yeah it's like, it's like you're not getting anything out of this especially when you're only getting to see the five talking heads for like four minutes before whoever has to be all right and that's our segment thanks for tuning in for these fucking yeah. jack offs like e- now we gotta go they said even, like two sentences each yeah, yeah exactly they said the inflammatory words in the left. yeah even to give to give rogan credit for this he talks about how he's like he likes having politicians on yes, because he can ask them a whole range of questions and they have like three hours to talk about it. Yes. Whereas like when there's like, um, you know, a presidential campaign and the two candidates are talking, it's like, it's like a 10 minute show and there's ads in between and it's like, we got to make that, this quick. Yes. It's like, how are you supposed to cover I wanna, any? I want to build on this. Sorry sure. to cut you off. No, there. It's okay. I like watching the Joe Rogan episodes that have politicians on because I actually get to understand what the hell yes. their opinions are. With and detail. But yeah. when I've, watched debates like for example the last um 
election for Canada, watching the prime minister, like the, the candidates Pierre, for prime minister. Pierre and uh, Well, Justin? he's current, but oh, okay. before, watching the debates Aaron between the them. Was it him? Oh, was it yeah, him? Yeah, it was O'Toole. Oh, it was O'Toole, you're yeah, right. It was O'Toole. I didn't know anything. Like, I watched the debate and I went away with, I have no idea what he's going to do. I have no idea what she's going to do. I have no yeah. idea what he's going to do. Yes. I don't know what's happening right now. They just accused each well, other of like, oh, you think this? Yeah. And then he said, oh, no, you think well, that? I think that's Whereas why. Whereas on yeah. Joe Rogan, mm. he, like you said, he asked them the questions mm. and they go in depth on like, okay, this is my plan. This is how I see it. Yeah. And this is my opinion. And also, it's like, because of how people because you're saying like you you watched it and you didn't come away with anything i think that's why a lot of people if you ask them like why they voted for this person they'd just be like oh you know i kind of like them or yes like yeah. they don't really have any like, that's what i was points. about to say where it's like the people who hate trudeau and i'm not necessarily his biggest fan like or hater one way or the other but i will like openly admit where it's like i don't know enough about trudeau not in like uh, him as a person a I'm policy just saying, like, policies and all that sense mm -hmm. like and I don't know anything enough about him really, truly, and honestly to like Form a come to a verdict sure. one way or the other. Whereas, which is an honest answer. Which to, which to, yeah, and, and which to me is like what the craziness is when people are like super passionate about hating about someone. hating yes. him. And when like people in the comments like, section, when people are celebrities, like, you know, when people yeah. are like fuck Trudeau and like he's brought the country down the fucking <laughs> drain and all the stuff, or when people say the same thing about Biden in the states, where like he's ruining the country, I'm like. I'm like, obviously, there's problems. Obviously, there's room for improvement. But it's like, I don't look at Canada and the U.S. right now and be like, boy, that ship's sinking kind of thing. Like, I'm like, all right, it's kind of just business as usual. I get there's like, you know, it gets into like the inflation shit and the economy and all that stuff. And I get all that. But it's like pinning it on one person. And I get that the idea is they're steering the ship. But mm -hmm. it's like pinning it on one person. It's kind of the thing where like when Trump took over. Just, just. I, I just <laughs> want to make sure we know what we're doing here. Okay. This is the very first time it seems like we're getting political. Sure. Are you guys comfortable yeah. with that? Yeah, but also, we're, I don't okay. think we're talking about, like, our political we're opinions. We're not. Okay, we're just enough. talking about our opinion on politics. Okay. But what I was going to say is, like, it's kind of like when Trump takes over, took over from Obama, and it was like... Obama. Obama. It's like, that was the worst economy ever. And then when Trump leaves, and he's like, I've left it in the best place ever. And then, like... Biden comes in and it's like Trump had the worst economy ever yeah. and when he fucking leaves he'll be like I left it in the best you know what I love been. and it's like taking out all the context of like mm. Obama's economy was built on Bush's whose was built on whoever the fuck before him who's built on whoever the fuck like it's <laughs> it's this dominoing effect but it's like it gets, everyone wants all the credit for the people good just stuff go like they, they the new new person comes in and it's like the, the person before is supposed to be like you know you're kind of like starting fresh like you're not yes. starting fresh mm. and this is yeah. more so in the weeds but the point I'm kind of getting at is like that is the thing with podcasts where I feel like the long form oh, yeah, nature of it. Oh, yeah, that was a, that was a topic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, are we going to title this politics the now? Long, the long form nature of it, I think, is what benefits not only the people on the show, but it benefits the people listening. Because I, I guarantee you, I have like, if Trudeau, for example, not that he ever would, went on Joe Rogan's episode or show and mm -hmm. they did like a four hour episode. I'd love to watch that. I guarantee you, sitting and watching that four-hour episode, you would have infinitely more... Respect? Maybe, but you would have more information and like a way more informed opinion yeah. than people who don't watch the news, 
don't read the news and they just see like because like every once in a while if I'm going through Instagram and I'm going through like recommended you reels. See the I don't know why, but I either get headline reels that are like Trudeau dunks on Pierre. Uh, mm. What the hell's his last name? Polivier. I just like that his initials are PP. The fact that that guy thinks he's running for prime minister with the initials PP. If I was in Trudeau's marketing thing, I'd be like every ad is like PP. You know what I usually see? I usually see I usually see Mr. PP and Justin Trudeau like like debating in the thing. Or the other reel is it's like PP dunking on Trudeau. That's what like what an idiot. That's what I've seen. I've seen like it's it's like a fucking um like like a circus. It's like a circus. That's all it is, bro. I've seen a clip where yeah. Justin where Justin Trudeau says something and then he sits down and then Pierre gets up and he's like, "This guy just said this," and, and then everyone starts laughing and everyone starts screaming. He's like, "I can't believe he said that." He just contradicted himself. Like he he's not giving people jobs and now he's complaining about low jo- like. Yeah. He's and kind people of, and see like crazy. those ten what? second clips and then you read all the comments and on the liberal ones it's all like, "Yeah, get him, Trudeau." And mm. then there's the comments of like, "Fuck this guy, you guys are all insane." <laughs> and then on the like conservative stuff, it's like, "Yeah, get him, PP." Mm. And then there's the comments mm. of like, "Yeah, this guy's let's a right wing idiot." Like, let's go, PP. Like, but it's what the- I want. Sorry, no, that's okay. Go. What I want. You want. And I'm just going to go back you to want. the, the debates. Let's just call them presidential debates. Prime sure. ministerial prime ministerial sure. debates. Any sort of like leadership debate should be exactly want, what you're about I, to describe. I want the mediators to be... First of all, for this to work, there needs to be more time for the debates. Yes. And I'd like the mediators to press the candidates. When they ask them a question and then... Clarify. And then they just point the finger at the other person and say well this person thinks this is like cool okay now answer the question and, and then just, once they don't answer the question that's all you and need fact to know. check it and to me it's like it's like yeah a presidential debate should be like a four or five hour sit yeah. down of like not a one hour we're gonna talk to you we're gonna talk to you like you guys can to me it should literally it should almost be like two podcasts back to back you know where it's like you have your mediator talk to one person for like mm. an hour talk to the other person for like an hour and then, both. then let them talk yeah. to each other yeah. talk to both of them. it's also, like it should be this long drawn out like yeah. important thing and i know the problem with that is that doesn't put you know that doesn't put eyeballs on the screen and what glue people to the tv but it's like that's how it should be fucking what, done yeah. what i was going to say is like would it even be a smart i don't know how they do it in um because well, it seems like in in like the Canadian prime the prime minister debates like there was like you know a whole crowd of people in there and then for like the presidential debates in in, in the states there's like a whole crowd of people and yeah. like you know would it even be better to have just like the two candidates in a room by themselves with yes. the, with a mediator because then they're not like trying to play up to the audience and be yes, like there shouldn't oh, be oh, like, any crowd remember, remember, remember this scandal and then everyone's like yeah they're a piece yeah! of shit yeah, the yeah. only crowd that should be there is when they want to do the thing where they have like audience people ask questions of sure. like what are you going to do for the minimum wage like you want to do that type of shit fine but there shouldn't be audiences it shouldn't be all this like bells and whistles bells and whistles and making a show out of it and in Canada it's even more frustrating because in the states it's just two of these idiots arguing whereas here it's like at least the liberals four. are going. The conservatives are going. The NDP is going. The, the Green Party is going. The Bloc Quebecois is going. What's the other fucking I think it's whack job? In, far right dudes. Indi- I, independent something. But do they get a seat at the table? Oh, the People's the, Party. Yes, the, the People's, People's Party. Party. I, they might. I don't know oh. if they do. I can't remember from the last few times. But like, I remember hearing the name and I'm being you like, you <laughs> have all. It's like it's amplified by like two or three times because it's not just two people. You have all of them. Yeah. Arguing with each other and it's just a giant shit shows so the thing with the long form thing that like and you know to the podcast thing um is wow we really made a mess of this table that's what i'm saying there's this, this gross state between <laughs> us somebody slurp it up but so for example it's like well we'll start with joe rogan because i am a fan of like him as a comedian but i'm also a fan of his show i don't watch it like i said religiously it just depends kind of who's on sort of thing i know people are like oh fucking again it's the same dumb shit where people what are you doing sorry 
It's the same dumb shit where people are either like, you know, Joe Rogan's the second coming of Christ or it's Joe Rogan's a fucking Nazi. And it's like, mm. I think he's just a dude who like, you know, does a podcast and whatever. He's but a it's Nazi. Like, he seems like, okay, honestly, yeah. honestly to me, he seems, honestly to me, he seems ge- like a genuine, just a genuine guy who has genuine interest and is, yes. and is curious about Just stuff. curious about yeah. shit. And that's why I love the show and I think why it's so successful. And to me, it's like his show, for example, and to what we're kind of speaking about is what I love because it's like I have watched episodes of his with people that I already liked and then it's like oh usually it's like oh I like, I like this more. person more like I don't know the Robert Downey Jr. or some musicians that was a great for one. example where it's I like, never watched that one that one's hilarious where it's like oh this will be interesting and then I watch it and it is or it's like comedians I already like and I watch it and I'm like you know these comedians are mm. like I was already a fan of theirs and it was a great couple hours watching them shoot the shit and then there's times where I watch people who are like a little more controversial or who I'm not like mm. one way or the other it's like I don't know I've like the Kanye West episode oh, yeah, where yeah. I'm like, all right, let's see what you've got, Kanye. And at the end of that being like, boy, you are either just like a sociopath, a liar or some combination of the two. And you probably need like some sort of medical treatment. You know, what if I told you he's my hero, that would be totally fine. Honestly, honestly <laughs> like, but then there's other times where it's like or like he's political not, people. He is not my hero. I mean, he's one of my he's probably my favorite rapper, probably. But it's like, or political people where it's like having like somebody like Bernie Sanders on who, again, is somebody I would not have known as much about. And then I watched that episode of Joe Rogan. I'm like, or Andrew Yang, I think he went on. Andrew Yang was another one where it's like when they do all the UBI stuff where it's like, I had never really thought about this. And now it's a thing where I'm like, I don't know, he's making a lot of sense here kind of thing. And then there's other times where I watch things that sort of like reinforce or like, I don't know, like validate opinions where it's like when he's not had on people like you know if he's had like ben shapiro in the past or uh what's the other fucking jordan peterson no uh steven crowder yes when he has like people like that on that i can't stand and then i watch the episode and i'm like yeah i still can't stand you and my attitude is like i just gave you three hours of my time to sort of sway me the other like the other way and you didn't and then there's times too where it's like like i think to me one of the most interesting ones is i always think about the tucker carlson episode the i never Fox watched this guy who, well, not, it's not at Fox News anymore. Was, no, it, was it a good episode? I thought it was a good episode because to me, what was so frustrating about it was like I knew and had seen Tucker Carlson stuff for years. But like seeing him on that Joe Rogan episode, I was like, you know, he really doesn't sound like such a bad guy. Seems like a normal Like dude. he seems like kind of a normal guy. And then it was like thinking about that being like, maybe I was wrong about somebody like this. And maybe when you give them a three hour sit down, you can get to like That's why it's so valuable. the core of people. And then I see him on Fox News just say more ridiculous shit. And I'm like, oh, OK. So now, in fact, what this has done is make me hate you more because now it's the thing of like if you were just this crazy personality and that's just who you genuinely were, then it's like, OK, you're an asshole. and I don't care. But when you prove to me. That deep down, you're probably a normal, reasonable person. You're turning but it on. You turn on the like, the fear mongering and the like playing on people's concerns and all the shit and fucking the replacing white people in America or immigrants or the gays and all the shit. And it's like, oh, okay, so now I hate you more because it is just an act and you also, are just like full of shit. Also, at that point, it's like a deliberate plan to, it's like a plan of action. It's not just like you genuinely saying your opinion. It's like you're saying something that's manufactured to reach a goal. Yes. Thing. And that to me is like, so that's an example I was thinking of too, where it's like, it, like to me, that episode of Joe Rogan's thing afforded somebody like Tucker Carlson that chance where it was like I don't like you going into this and I watched it at the end I'm like I still disagree with you on probably like 90% of things but I respect you more I respect you a little bit and I don't doubt that you're like 
a normal person who you know just kind of wants what they think is best but then i see the other shit and it's yeah. like oh okay no you're just a piece of shit also i'm sure because it's all yeah horseshit not like the genuine thing i think is genuine but it's the fact that it's like it's one thing to be it's one thing to be a shitbag i think it is even worse to pretend to be a shitbag for like the benefits of that i think it's like also i wonder how complicated it is in terms of like how much he gets to decide what is on his sh- on the show because he has his own show right now he's sort of doing his own thing because he got fired from mm. Fox, so I imagine he'll just, you know, he'll just start a fucking Patreon and make mm. millions of dollars doing his own Cause, thing. Because I wonder when he was, like, on his own show, and, or he's, when he was on Fox News, like, what percentage of what he was saying was, like, <laughs> what percentage of what he was was saying was, like, Fox News being, like, you have to hit these points. Like, our, our viewers want these points. And then he kind of manufactures stuff, turns it up a little bit, fear-mongering, whatever. And how much of it is, like, genuinely him deciding that he's going to play that part? I don't know, man. I think it's mostly him because w- there was all the stuff before he got fired from Fox News okay. about the stuff coming out where it's, like, they were, Fox News was basically sued. And I think Tucker might have been specifically by the – I forget the fucking company. But, like, the company that owns the voting machines in the States. Okay. Because they were doing all this shit of, like, it's rigged and the – you know, the machines are rigged and it's all this thing. And they got sued. For the, and then for the, there Biden, was all these, for the like, Biden election? Yeah. And then there was all these like transcripts and emails and texts and stuff coming out where Tucker Carlson and other Fox News people, they're all fucking guilty of it. They There'd knew be all these was... things where they're like, yeah, we know this is bullshit, but we're like pushing it because it like it bo- boosts our... numbers and it boosts engagement and it makes us more money kind of thing. And there was some clip where like it was a Tucker Carlson thing where somebody else, I think, at the network had like not gone into the like rigged election stuff like they downplayed it more like you know reality of like yeah it's probably not the case yeah and one of the like emails or texts or whatever was tucker carlson like losing his shit like to other executives or whatever and being like we can't have her saying stuff on this air on the air because it makes us look bad and it makes the show look we gotta bad be consistent. And it's, yeah it's not a unified front and it like it costs us money and all this mm. shit and it's like that's to me where it's the thing of like you Somebody like Tucker Carlson is probably a – I mean I could be wrong on this. But I would put forth a guess that Tucker Carlson is probably a normal, in quotes, conservative. Mm. Not one of these fucking QAnon, whatever, Trump-worshipping assholes. I would venture a guess that he is probably a, again, normal conservative. Take that however you want. But the problem is and what makes me despise him more – is the pretending to be and the playing up of the crazy shit for the benefits mm. that affords, so to speak. Yeah. it's To you, it's like more evil because it's so deliberate as opposed yes. to just, that's just who you like are. Like somebody who's just deranged is just deranged and that doesn't mm. excuse it. It's still bad, but it's just, it is what it is. But to me, it's like... Purposefully playing with people. Playing up, mm. pretending to be evil sure. for the benefits that gives you. It's the same thing with like fucking Alex Jones when he's like, mm. oh, this school shooting was like fake and then he gets sued yeah. up the ass or whatever. And it's like, crazy. but then it's like you hear or things where it's like, well, he probably doesn't really believe that or he's just saying shit to drum up his brand. whatever marketing or it's the brand, it's the show, oh, it's like controversial, whatever. But to me, that's it's like, like that's quite, infinitely more evil to me. Mm. To, be, to be quite frank, I think that's, that's the norm in news today. Sure. Don't like get try, me wrong. It's like trying to get headlines. And it's like the to, same yeah. shit on the fucking liberal and CNN side. It's the exact same shit where, you know, I would venture a guess most of the personalities on like a CNN or these other liberal Exaggerated. outlets are probably normal, reasonable enough 
yeah. left-leaning people. But on air, it's... But like, then on air, everything's, you know, or it's just what they're talking about, or it's, oh, Trump mm-hmm. did this stupid thing today. It's like... It, it seems to me like they probably have some sort of, like, you know, quotas of, like, we have to we have to make sure our, our audience, like, here's this talking point. Yes. Like, get to it whichever way you need to. Mm-hmm. But, like, make sure it's clear and make sure it's, like, emphatic. Like, we're, we're really into this point. Yes. I don't... But... And it's we're, we're, we're going down but the to, rabbit hole yeah, but here, to me, but it's, yeah. To me, that's the that's why podcasting is so incredible because of yeah. shows like Rogan and because of any long form show that you actually get to hear people's opinions on stuff, and it's like you get to hear dissenting opinions, and like you said, yeah. like you gave a new you gave a guy that you you know formerly you still are not a fan of, but you opened yourself up to it of to, to the idea of like getting um you know gaining a different perspective yeah. on him, yes, and yes. like potentially even agreeing with him on some points. So it's like that type of show is so important for society i think is like having a long show like I, that i think you're absolutely right and what i was going to say was it's this game that these news outlets like to play it's this game that they like to play hold on what's the sentence i'm trying to get out <laughs> right now it's this game that they like to play that's dividing people yes that's making it so that it's just keep going that the political spectrum keeps getting more extreme and extreme and extreme like get, get and polarized and more polarized. Yeah. But the other thing too I don't know. is it, they yeah. definitely contribute to that, which is why when people are like, I don't really trust the media. I'm like, I don't fucking blame you. I'm like, cause I don't like them either kind of thing. It's why I do. I, even though I know like some people joke and even I joke, I like Philip DeFranco, but it's like when he's talking about YouTuber drama, it's like, okay, I don't give a shit about that. But when he gets into like real world issues and stuff, it's like, yeah, I trust somebody like him. Why? Cause he's clearly left leaning. He makes no bones about that. But the show is always, here's the story. Here's what's up. Now here's my thoughts on the story. Like mm-hmm. they are treated as separate things. Whereas yeah. in the news, like you know, on Fox, it's them. either here's the news and here's it. exactly how you should feel. And here, mm. how you should feel is also reality. Yeah. And then on the left leaning side, it's the same shit. But the other, the other problem is it not only does it divide things again, what is so evil about all this is it makes it seem worse than it is. Mm. Because again, if you sit the vast majority of people down, it's kind of the thing where it's like the idea where it's like a person is smart. People are stupid. Like it's kind of like that idea mm. where it's like, if you just sat 90% of people down left right center whatever they're all probably going to have like things they agree on things they disagree on whatever there's common ground there's other things whatever but it's like reasonable and then you get the like 5% on either side which is like your remaining 10% of the fucking whack jobs mm-hmm. and it's like that's what they play to kind of thing and then it just forces more people into that or makes everybody think Oh well, that's the way it's going. You're either mm. a fucking neo-Nazi or you're a communist. And I, f- I feel like if you are someone who watches that kind of like that kind of news show and you listen to and listen to and believe half of the shit that they say, you're gonna be like pan- having in a panic attack all the time. Yes. Like if if you believed everything that was, ha- you'd be like everything's falling apart right now, and like you know these people are the reason why it's happening. I can blame them, and it's like it's very easy. I feel like for people to subscribe to a whole set of values, it's just like it's easy, but it's like you know. It's not the actual best way to get to it, some sort of truth, you know? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's incredibly frustrating, and it is the thing of, like, it's just so much of it is just noise, but the problem is it, you know, it works. It's loud. It gets heard kind of thing. It gets the views it and gets the watch the views hours. It gets the watch and hours, the... and it's just, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's comparative in the sense where people talk about, like, you know, these oil tycoon assholes where it's like everything they do is for the greed and to make more money and they don't care how much it dooms the planet and dooms everybody and all the shit. And I always have the thought of like, 
don't you get that you doing this dooms you too? Like, you're not somehow exempt from this. And that's my thing with, like, the media stuff where I'm like, I just wish both or either one of, like, you know, make, like, more in the States than here necessarily. But that these, like, media outlets everywhere would just sort of wake up where it's like, you benefiting from doing the bad thing leads to the bad thing happening, which still affects you. Like, the fucking country going down the drain... Or, you know, when people get all nuts and they're like, oh, if there's going to be a civil war, say there was. It's like a civil war doesn't you aren't somehow exempt from that, you know, as like the media. But I guess they're, I thing. guess they're banking on the fact that nothing legitimate is going to actually happen in the real world. And it's just like they're going to benefit off of the fear, but they're not going to have to deal with real world consequences, I guess. I, I don't what they're know, thinking. Probably. I just the math to me just doesn't. It's going to come back to them. It doesn't make any, like, logistical sense. And it's mm. the same thing with the oil thing, where to me it's like if, if I was one of these oil tycoons and you sat me down and were like, you can do the bad shit, you can make all the money. I'm like, okay, so far sounds like a good deal because apparently I have no conscience. Uh, you're fucked, though. And it's like, ooh, I don't like that last – I don't like the outcome, mm. the sum of that equation but, doesn't but for, work. But for, for me, a lot of people, it's yeah. like they're not going to be alive to deal with those consequences anyway. I guess that's the like, other not going to be in their lifetimes. What I, was I guess, say. but to me, then that's just such a like <laughs> no, no, it's not, comic it's not. book level evil no, villain no, shit of like – To be like, well, I'll be dead – yeah. So if 8 billion people die on the planet, I'm already gone. So what do I care? I had my good ride. And well, it's some, like at that point, I'm like, yeah. you're just the fucking Dr. Doom. Well, like there's no point in reasoning with you. Also, some people just like they selfishness is all that drives them, I guess. It's like material possessions and money and that sort of stuff. So I guess they're, they don't they really don't give a shit at what happens to other people. Even people that are like in their family. It's like whatever I can do to help myself get to a higher position. And then... You know, if they don't, especially if they don't believe in any sort of um, afterlife, or it's like it's everything's gonna happen in my life. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get myself to the highest position possible, and then like whatever happens after that, it's not up. That doesn't matter to me, right? Which is again evil and gross. But <laughs> anyways, <well>. podcasts oh. <laughs> went all over the place here. Um, I will just toss out because we've gone long, and I don't want to go too long here. But I will just mention uh, towards the end. We kind of touched on the comedian stuff, so I'll let that go. Um, but I am a big video game podcast person. That's like the majority of the podcasts I listen to. Um, so to shout out a couple, there is Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, uh, which I think is one of, if not the best, video game podcasts, period, mm-hmm. um, which is very good. They also, it's under this like company called uh, Last Stand Media, and they also have like an Xbox show and a Nintendo show, which are both also very good. I just don't watch them as much because i'm not as into those worlds as i am the playstation stuff um i'm trying to think what else you're blanking i'm kind of blanking. Okay, i can throw out some of mine please oh. yes you guys let's so, see here some of your playstation i'd say like shows. i'd say like <laughs> PlayStation. all right playstation let's shows some exclusive your, <laughs> let's hear some of your podcasts to me it's like 50 percent of the podcasts i listen to are like comedy podcasts and then 50% are her mma slash ufc podcasts mm. so i'll name one of each like there's one called the mma hour uh, with Ariel Hawani. I, I love that show. And he has like a bunch of the big UFC fighters on. He interviews them. And the, what I like about him is that he's like very, very much supportive of the fighters and like, you know, sticking up for the fighters and talking about fighter pay and how a lot of fighters in the UFC and all these other organizations are underpaid and all this stuff. So it's like, I like his kind of message. And then I also like the fact that he seems very like um, genuinely interested in hearing what the fighters have to say about MMA and about the fights and about the world of MMA. So that show's probably my favorite. 
And then for a comedy podcast, I really like um, Your Mom's House, Tom Segura and Christina P. And um, I also really like uh, Lifeline, Chris D'Elia and his brother Matt D'Elia. They kind of like give advice to people. People throw in like video, um, like kind of like asking for advice from them, like videos asking for, for advice. And then they, in a funny way, give them advice about life and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the couple of ones I like. And then, of course, Rogan. Listen to yeah. Rogan. For me, I actually don't engage with podcasts hmm. um, that much. Okay. And in the past year, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, when I did listen to podcasts, it was Joe Rogan. Okay. That's fair. And aside from that, whatever you guys would show me, we would watch episodes of Chris D'Elia together, mm. like his podcast, uh, The Fight of the Kid. Yep. Um, two Bears. We watched a few of their stuff. But yeah, I don't really engage with podcasts. That Bad much. Friends is a funny one. I like Bad Friends a lot. Yeah, I was going to mention that one for a comedy one. Um, Well, to wrap us up here then on this extra long, uh, all over the place kind of topic, um, there is one other podcast that's like kind of newer i guess you would say is um, it wildly adequate it's wildly yeah. adequate yeah. baby fucking check us yeah. out like share subscribe <laughs> rate the show motherfuckers. wait i can't check remember do you i do this every episode did you do that in the beginning in the beginning today i did not oh. so this is my way of throwing it in right now <laughs> like share subscribe rate the show or leave a review say a nice comment um and if you say a mean comment we will find you Anyways, that topic went all over the fucking place. Mark, please, what is your topic for us to immediately derail? <laughs> so my topic is movie-related, and I realize I've been doing a lot of movie-related topics, but I think it's just because I really like movies, so I'm not going to be too upset about myself. This is interesting, and is that I why? wanted to bring up... Uh, is that why you're bringing up movie topics? What do you mean? It's just because you really like them? I like I love movies. Oh, okay. I just think about them all the time. This is interesting, and it makes me think of groceries, and I kind of wanted to get into grocery shopping okay. and things. No, I'm just derailing. derailing. Oh, Please I continue. See. Uh-huh. I was like, what's the connection here? <laughs> so, you got me hooked for a second. <laughs> so my topic is I want to discuss our favorite subgenres of movies. So like, I was talking to the guys before we started filming. An example of a subgenre would be like a slasher which would be um, a subgenre of the main genre that is horror. And then another example would be like, you know, under maybe the, the broad genre of drama, there's like, you know, mob movies. And maybe say, for example, they're kind of like a subgenre under the main genre that is drama. So I can start if you guys would like, or if someone else wants to jump in, jump in first, I don't mind. But I have my subgenre picked. And then I also want you guys to like list a few movies in that subgenre. And like why you like them, and and how they how they kind of are an example of that subgenre. You want us now, picking one subgenre, one subgenre, and oh, maybe a, shit. you can pick multiple. You can like tier them if you'd like. I only have one pick that really stood out to me, mm. and then I also want to hear at least at least three movies from each subgenre from the sub subgenre you've chosen. Now yeah. I want to stay on topic, and I'm not doing this because Maggie okay. made the joke of derailing, but. <laughs> I just took a sip of my water and I was like, God, that was so good. Yeah. A, we should do a topic on water. B, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, different water bottles. Uh, that's right. I was oh, going to like Asani, Burke, Fiji, Fiji, Kirkland, yes. Nestle. Yeah, yes, we got to do it all. I'm and also, but here's the thing. We got to do that one when Maddie's not here because he's going to say it tastes the same, tastes the same, yeah. tastes the same. Here's what I was Because he has no say, palate. But here's the enough. thought I just had. <laughs> I want to do, if we do a water topic someday, I want to get like, let's say 10 different bottled waters Brands. i want to be the one 
to pour them into cups okay. and give them to you two and Malcolm and not tell you which is which and have the three of you kind of like rank them. <laughs> oh, somebody and wants then, to know if we're bullshitting or not. So, so we would give our ranks first dude, yeah. before trying no, no, no. and then after. He's actually, he, like, actually, he actually thinks that we are lying about our, di- our we taste yeah. different this things. Is, well, it's a two-part thing. <laughs> the it's, thing it's is, Dasani, bro, it has a taste. Okay, actually, what I'm saying I, is I, it's partly that I think you guys are insane, but it's also a dude. thing of, I just want you, I want the three of you to basically like drink all 10 of them and rank them without knowing what they are. And then at the end, we go through each of your lists because then I want you guys to be like absolutely dismayed when you put fucking like Nestle or something like number one you're and Berg to. at like eight and you're like, but I normally like Berg and I hate Nestle normally. Matthew. Like I just want, I want to, I want to, I want you <laughs> guys to be mindful. Matthew, Matthew, that idea is very good Mythical Morning-esque if I may yes. say so. Also, here's yeah. And I'm all for it. Yeah, here's, 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 yeah. here's what I'm going to say though. I've never argued, <laughs> I have in a joking way. That there are certain uh, water flavors that are like way better than others, right? I that haven't done that in a joking way. No, no, wait, wait. They're okay. I'm gonna rephrase. When we talked about Berg, mm-hmm. the brand Berg called was Berg, crazy. It is really good. <laughs> no, but here's the thing, though. If you gave me Berg and you gave me Nestle, I might be able to identify that Berg is a little bit more unique. Mm-hmm. But it would be hard for me to say that it's way better. Yeah. That being said, there are distinct flavors and. Something like Dasani or Aquafina are mm. wildly different than and than many of the other basic yes. water bottles. Yes, and that I am confident that I'd be able to identify, and that the majority of people think that too. That's right. He's the odd one out with regards okay, to Dasani. So, so I'm just saying. So it doesn't have to be next week, but at some week we're gonna do this topic. Let's do it next week. If now let's do it in the fall. Whose topic do we make it? I'll I'll, I'll do it as mine if you'd like. Sure. Sure. So okay. Mark can do water the topic. Okay. But I'm just saying because yes, if we do it, it should it be is, your it should be your topic because you want to organize it. It should be your topic. Sure. Okay. Yeah, we can do it as much just because I like the idea. Because Mark's right. If we do it where I'm the one sitting here drinking the waters, I'm gonna be like, and this tastes the same, <laughs> and this tastes the same, and this tastes the same. But I kind of want to do it with you three who like have delineations, mm-hmm. so that a I can hopefully mind fuck you, and b maybe change your change your stupid Dude, you know stupid what? ways. But anyways, look. So this is my list. No one can see this, but just for you guys. This is my list of podcast topics. Look, all the way here. I thought you were about to show wait, us wait, a wait, list wait. of your favorite water. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're a madman. Wait, wait, wait. He ranks them. Look how high up it is. Water bottle brands. I had it as an idea like months ago. Oh, I wrote it down okay. cool. Yeah, this is good. At some point, we're doing Matthew water bottles that. at the top. No, no, do it. I mean, I, I didn't have the idea of bringing them in and like testing. Yeah. Like, Maddie can do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Anyway. Shit. Not, anyways, movie subgenres. I'm going to I'm gonna start that for oh, the movie, su- movie subgenres. There's one subgenre that pops out the most to me and that I love more than any other subgenre. And I've titled it as um, investigative thrillers. Now, are they called investigative thrillers? Because no, I'm, I'm subjectively did this thing. Yeah, last episode where he was like, we were talking about the comic books, okay, and then we were onto yours, and he was like, now onto uh, one I one I like to call low. It's like no, it's called low, not that you well, like well, to call I'm, low. I don't think they're. I don't think there's. I, a, I don't know <laughs> why I got so angry. I don't. I don't think I don't. I don't think they're. Um, I don't think they're called investigative thrillers necessarily i'm just i'm just defining them as that but i'll give you examples and you'll know what i'm talking about please so my favorite genre subgenre is investigative thrillers so typically they're very intense dramatic it involves an unraveling of some sort of mystery so i have a couple of examples here zodiac Mm. the batman Mm. the batman the batman the new one prisoners Mm. investigative unraveling things and uh spotlight which I don't mm, know if you've seen. Not yet. So far, two of those four movies yep. have been my picks on the wheel. Wow. So Interesting. I think 
I think that says yeah. something about my taste. And so I have I have five. Spotlight. Spotlight is about the um, Boston Globe newspaper, which uncovered the the, the pedophile ring in like the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, well, I know, know about the no, priests. No, no, not, the, not, the, no, no, not the priest, the movie. Uh, <laughs> essentially, they were like, you know, <laughs> a, a priest would commit some sort of crime, like, like would, you know, molest a child Diddling or something. kids. And then they would move them to a different location and they'd like keep cycling the them through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Move and then, the dude, I'm going to, we're going to watch the movie. I'm going to oh put it on God. the list. And then they diddled more kids. Dude, at the end of the movie, they, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to spoil it, but they discovered oh. an alarming number of priests that had done that sort of stuff within Boston alone. Diddled. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then also put Ex Machina. Ex Machina is kind of a sci-fi movie generally, but to me the subgenre is a movie that's like you know you're slowly uncovering some secrets and some crazy shit that's going on. Can you on. say the name of the subgenre again? I just put it as investigative thrillers. Mm. Mm. And a movie like that I haven't seen yet, but I'm planning on watching, and that would probably fit into that is something like Seven. Mm. Is it like a, a kind of murder mystery investigative thriller type thing? <laughs> So yeah, those are a couple examples of movies that are investigative thrillers, and and they are my favorite. They're so intense. I like I like slowly figuring shit out with characters. I like following their journey. Like in Prisoners, I like following Detective Loki's journey and him trying to figure out who took the girls and where they are. And you know, I kind of like that immersion of it. So yeah, if you guys have any, uh, I don't know who wants to go next, but I've got hair in my eyes. I'm trying to get rid of Patrick. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, backwards. Patrick's about to get real cool. Are you going next, Patrick? Am I going next? What's happening? Um, so I didn't, because you mentioned this earlier, and I didn't know you want us wanted us to narrow in on one subgenre. So I have a few that I'll kind of rattle off. Um, the first one is, I mean, some of mine, most of mine, I think, are more like horror sci-fi stuff. But uh, I'm a good or big fan of uh, monster movies and mm. like creature features kind of thing. Obviously, Godzilla, which I mentioned, the cold open. Like, I am just a fan of that type of shit. Is he in frame or no? Who? Godzilla. Godzilla. He is yep. now the G-Man. Once we figure out the table, we need like a centerpiece for the table or like mm. something on the table. Yeah, we, no? can f- we can figure something like that yeah. out. But, as long um, as it doesn't block us, you know. Yeah. I am a big uh, Godzilla fan, so like I am a fan of, you know, I've seen all of his shit. Uh, what a career. Um, <laughs> I also like... Very talented very person. Leading, talented leading man. What very a great talented man. thing, being. Mm-hmm. But like, and then other stuff like King Kong's a lot of fun. Uh, I haven't seen the second one, but like Pacific Rim because it's just giant robots. I can't and wait shit. for uh, Kong versus. Did that come out already? Oh my god! Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, we watched that one, but the sequel is March. Wait, we, we watched it at Maddie's house. Yeah, am I crazy? We watched it at Maddie's house. Remember when they was fight, like... and then they both fight Mecha Godzilla at the end. I didn't watch that. Uh, I watched it at Maddie's house. I think it was. I think honestly, I think it might have just been. Was you, it just you, you, me, Malcolm, and Merrick? Yes. Oh, you might not have been there that day. I'm, was I? Was it summer? Was I in Egypt? Uh, yes. No, it would have been like Marchish. Really? Yeah, because the f- Godzilla vs. Oh. Kong was like, really, <laughs> oh my God, he's about to eat the mic. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, he's eating the mic. <laughs> Holy, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, so like just stuff like that and like other monster movies, not less in like a, you know, giant way, but you know, stuff like Frankenstein or, you know, just like I'm just a fan of like, you don't like that big shit. monster <laughs> and like that kind of shit. Um. So monster movies and creature also, features for sure. I will throw in a movie in supporting your pick. Mm-hmm. The Thing is probably a, a, a creature movie. Yeah, I'd it's kind of like in there probably. And then no, you don't think so. You don't, <laughs> you, you don't agree with Mark. <laughs> I just it's it all kind of blends together. But you know what the so pro- it's like. No, you but know. to me, I think The Thing is a horror movie. But you that's, never that's see the, the thing. No, but listen. Yeah, but to me, it's like The Thing is the creature that drives the movie. Yeah. To me, and so it's like 
even though the main genre is horror, the subgenre is creature feature. Uh, or that but there's no creature in the thing. When I think creature feature, I guess I am thinking more of like classic God- a like Godzilla, what about a King Kong, a giant robot, alien? or like anything. Like to me, that's the thing, a creature feature. The thing in Alien are more. No, it's not. No. You're right. Or like when I think creature feature too, it's like the Blob or like creature from the Black Lagoon. Like it's more like the old school, like kind of Universal monsters or like big things crushing cities. Whereas like Alien, Predator, the thing, like that's just more like sci-fi horror okay. to me. But anyways, um. Speaking of horror and sci-fi, horror, there are some subgenres I am a fan of. I like slashers, like the goofy, just, you know, cheesy B-movie kind of things. Like, I like, you know, some of the Friday the 13th. I like the Halloweens, the, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, and some of that stuff is a lot of fun, as we have the posters up. Um, I am not a fan of, like, found footage horror. Mm. I find that is a genre that I am it's tougher for me to get in. I think something like Blair Witch Project is really cool. And like, if you were somebody in the nineties when that came out watching it and like the brilliant marketing campaign of like driving on the highway and seeing like a billboard of like Mm. these three adults or teenagers or whatever, like are missing. Like if you see them, please call this number. Mm. Like the way they tried to like sell it as like, no, 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 this is real shit kind of thing. Mm. Like all that's really cool and brilliant. But it's like, by the time you get to the early or like mid 2000s and it's like paranormal activity paranormal activity i'm like i just don't give a shit like this isn't that scary i get the i get it's almost like i think we talked about this forever ago with like something horror related where i brought up the, the idea of like analog horror and like I think the, it's malcolm's topic horror the movies. back rooms no? stuff oh, analog that was so long ago it was in your basement when we talked about that yeah like, that was what like was the topic ago. i can't I remember, remember. But, like, just the idea of, like, something like the back rooms or, like, the Mandela catalog and, like, how we've seen those Instagram videos where it's, like, you know, the people with, like, the fucked up faces You know, I think, I think the topic was just horror. Probably. And then this topic was recently was horror movies. Yeah. Probably. I'm going to jump in here. Please. Yeah, um, so, these types of movies are not always the best and are often corny. Oh. But I like the subgenre I'm going to pick is, like, buddy movies. Buddy cop? Mm. Or just but buddy But not movies. necessarily cop. Like... But, like, a buddy movie. Yeah. Buddy movie. Like... Rush um, Hour. So... Rush Hour, Twenty One Jump Street, um, which what's Central the one? Intelligence was with Kevin Hart and Rock. I don't. Know, I've never seen that one. I've never seen Central Intelligence. There's one with um, Ice Cube. I want to say Ice Cube. Ice Cube's in Twenty One Jump Street, and he's in Twenty Two as well. I think. There's, I, there's one with Ice Cube and um, uh, uh, Chris Tucker. I think. Is, are you talking about Friday? There's no. Friday, and there's like. Um, Aside from that, there's Bad Boys. Bad yeah. Boys is Will Smith yeah, and Will Martin Smith Lawrence. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to stop trying to think of other <laughs> examples. But yeah, those movies. Like, that's one those of your favorite subgenres? One of my... I mean, I'm having a hard time thinking <laughs> of subgenres, so you're going to have to throw me a bone you could, you, could you could even throw out movies and we can try to encapsulate them together. Like uh, kind mm. of like kinds of movies that you really of like. Like what subgenre they are? Because to me, I kind of started from like Milady and I watched Spotlight last night and we loved it. And then say, I was, say that again? Milady. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I like lady. how you knew what I wanted you to repeat. Yeah, mm, yeah so what did you guys watch Spotlight, okay. which is the, which is one about the the Boston oh, and the priest, the diddling. So the diddling. that one was really really good. And then I started, I was thinking like, man, I love these types of movies. And then I started thinking about Zodiac and how amazing Zodiac is. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie is very mm-hmm. long too, but I remember every time I watch it, I'm just like invested in every single beat. And um, I think the progression of it is why I'm so into them. It's because it's like. There's a step-by-step progression of you learn more information. You you piece the puzzle more. <laughs> Patrick was yawning quite Sorry. quite large. So yeah, it's like I, I like 
piecing things together with the protagonist or with the char- with the side characters and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was just thinking, you don't really have to think about it from top down. You can think of like your favorite movies and if some of them fit a certain subgenre. I've got more if you're still thinking. Do it, Maddie. Of course you have more to go on. Steal the spotlight from Steal me. Steal it. Um, the other thing I was going to say specifically, and this kind of is horror adjacent in a sense, um, and we'll get into sci-fi. Still horror? I love the shit out of sci-fi, as I've said before on the show. and oh. like Not, a, not a subgenre, though. Well, but the different branches of it. So, okay. like, to me, like, cyberpunk, Blade mm. Runner is kind of like a big thing. That? Or, like, Ghost in the Shell. But the problem is, if you had... What like, subgenre is that? But the problem if cyberpunk? I, cyberpunk? No, but the oh. problem if I told you... Is cyberpunk one of your favorites? Like, list some movies from the cyberpunk genre. You'd only be able to list, like, a couple. It's not, like, necessarily that broad, but it's still a thing I'm a fan of. Like, I like, I love Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049. Um, like, Could I've it played... be a thing of, like, it also existing in video games? Like, cyberpunk Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, cyberpunk, video the video game 2077, I haven't played yet, but, like, I know that's totally up my alley. Something like Ghost in the Shell is, like, that anime also, is, like, way up my alley. Cyberpunk also, it sounds like the... Far Cry Three, Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon. You know, I, I was yes. thinking, when I was on my way here, I was thinking like of of certain video games that fit my investigative genre, where it's like a game like um, The Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a point and click story game where you pick your dialogue and you kind of like shape the, your own story and your own ending and stuff. And it's like it's basically it's a really cool play on like fairy tales, where it's like you play as the big bad wolf, but he's like the cop, like the main cop of like the city. And then Snow White plays like the the mayor of the city, and so it's kind of like a they take the fairy tale uh, characters and they make it like new, modern day New York City, and you're basically playing as Big B Wolf, who's the big bad wolf, and you go through like a murder mystery. Mm, and so that sounds cool. That's one I of my favorite. You would like Heavy Rain a lot. I think so the too. The problem is time because it's like a 2008 a really old or whatever game. game. Like time has not been super kind to it. But if you can kind of look past like. The not ideal graphics. Although for would you be able to? I'd be able to. If you I, can I look past some of the, like, you weren't able to for Batman Arkham. I wasn't, uh, Arkham the, the, but not for the reason of the graphics. To me, Batman Arkham, like in terms of like the tech, like the gameplay of it, like the technicality of it, it was just like it felt too dated to me. But a game that's more investigative and more in it for the story. Because okay. Heavy Rain, like the entire Whereas premise Batman of the game, like, is Heavy Rain's like a murder mystery. Yes. Like there's this origami killer they call him because there's like a that's piece the poster, of origami. That's the poster. Is just the yeah, origami. like every crime scene they go and you play as, it's it's like Detroit Become Human, their other Another, game, I love that game. Where like it flips between multiple characters because you is play as Remedy? like the dad. Uh, Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream. What's Remedy? You play it, Remedy's like Control? Control and Alan Wake and That's that also shit. another one that I'd like to try. Yes. Well, yeah, Control's dope too. But like you play as I think the dad of the kid who gets taken or whatever, a private investigator, like an FBI guy. And then I want to say the lady in it, I forget if she's like a journalist or something, but you're just flipping between the four characters mm. and it is like a murder mystery, you know, unraveling the thing. So I think you might like heavy mm. rain. Um, but, yeah, so, but to your point, it's like, I feel like it's, you can stretch it past movies and just like general, like video games, shows even like, I think about a show like Mindhunter, one of my favorite shows ever, a Netflix original. Um, criminally it's also investigative, right? Yes, it's yeah, about yeah. it's about. I watched it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's about how it's like about them, um, the FBI starting up their criminals like and profiling, profiling psychological division. Sex criminals. <laughs> there you go, connections. So that's like one of my favorite shows, and it fits into that theme. So like, through and through, I'm a really big fan of like investigative thrillers. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you doing, Matt? Tell the camera what you're doing, Matt. You can't Sorry, do two things at once, Matt. Up here. Um. 
what was I going to say? The other, let's mute the fuck out of that. You're recommending a game for me? Um, so the other thing I was going to get into uh, science fiction wise and sort of horror wise is I am also a fan of... Full screen it, full screen it, full screen it. I enjoy like cosmic horror and cosmic sci-fi. And I'm not talking like outer space, like alien specifically, but I'm saying like cosmic usually gets applied to like Cthulhu and the sort of like that sort of like crazy shit of like this shit you can't even like comprehend. And I think of a movie like Annihilation, which I think we should watch at some point, which is the Natalie Portman one. It's Natalie Portman oh. and uh, Oscar Isaac. Holy shit. Is that the one directed by Alex Garland? It might be. He's the guy who did Ex Machina. I think, yeah, it's I've his movie. I've never seen that movie. It's really cool because it's like, again, very like weird, again, cosmic sci-fi where like the entire point of the movie is I think like a meteor or something hits oh, the, the earth. Well, actually, here, I'll pause this because we'll get to this in a second. But like a meteor or something hits the earth and it kind of makes this like bubble on like whatever beach or whatever it lands on and it just starts expanding mm. like more and more and more kind of thing and it's like this team of scientists that are trying to figure out what it is and why it's expanding but also what's happening inside of inside because i think at one point the idea is they sent in like a military team no one came back that like nobody came back from so it's natalie portman and these other scientists basically get sent in to try and figure out what the hell's going on That's cool. and if they can like stop it from expanding because it's just going to like consume mm. everything. Um, and it gets, not to spoil things, but it gets into very like weird out there, mm. like almost God level kind of like just the crazy cosmic shit. Mm. Um, and the other thing I was thinking of is this game called Observation, which I will let play for a second here. Where is the, it like Five Nights at Freddy's? It is not. The entire mm. idea of this game is... It's about a woman on a space station, and I think there were other people with her who are all, like, there she goes, who are all, like, missing or, like, have vanished or whatever. And I think the ship's kind of a little broken up, too. Whoa, do you have... Are you playing as the cameras? The idea of the game is you are the ship's AI. Oh. So you... The whole game, you're basically playing through, like, the security cameras and, like, the blueprints and, like, schematics and, like, the hatch control right there, how, like, you as the AI, like tap into the hatch which opens it for her kind of thing to maneuver through the ship so it's a very like neat game and it's not necessarily horror although it definitely like toes that line a little but it is like this kind of sci-fi where like again without spoiling things but the ending gets into like you know not the idea that it's like aliens necessarily but it's more the idea that it's like it's gods or like these intergalactic interdimensional whatever the fuck Mm. beings cosmic beings cosmic beings and entities and shit like that so uh cosmic sci-fi slash horror okay well now we're just definitely now we're just making (laughs) um you want to jump you you haven't said any other thing i said buddy i've Mm. said buddy but um yeah i'm having a hard time coming up with with subgenres i'm not gonna lie to you i mean you told me in the beginning to think about it and i tried thinking about it and it was like you know what I mean? I mean, like I was gonna say some. I was gonna one. say like superhero. That is a subgenre. Like, that's it's, like it's a subgenre. Movies. Huh? Of like so, action movies, but we also like mob stuff for like crime movies. Mob oh, movies. I, I guess I, like Goodfellas and yeah. uh, right, what do you call it? Casino and all that kind of shit. Like that all falls under the, uh, like Irishman? crime movies and dramas. Yeah, and Irish. To me, all that stuff. to me, alien movies, movies about aliens are a subgenre. Mm. To me, it's like a subgenre. So then, it's a subgenre under sci-fi. Yeah. So to me, I'd list a movie. The original Alien, love. Yep. Arrival, love. Yep. Like those are those are just are a couple that are on my like on my top ten list or whatever of movies that I really love. And um, well, yeah, mob movies obviously are. 
I guess I didn't bring it up because you brought it up as an example. I have another good one as well. Yeah. Um, I'll throw this out, and I'm sure some of you guys will like this one. War movies. Yes. So we're talking like, you know, Fury, uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. We're talking 1917. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan, Dunkirk. Um, Shaving Ryan's Privates. 1912? 1917. 1917. Moneyball's really good. Like what? And my dad every Isn't single Moneyball time. Isn't Moneyball not a sports movie? It's baseball. It's baseball. Oh, is it baseball? Rocky. Every single time Moneyball is on, my dad is watching it. Um, you know, Rocky obviously for like boxing. That doesn't count. Why not? Rocky doesn't count. A sport movie? It's about doesn't sports. Count. It's about boxing. Yeah, but boxing it toes is the line. Boxing is one of those sports where it's like violence, bro. It just it It's a sport. It plays cool. in t- it, it plays <laughs> <laughs> It's a sport. But it's not like the other sports though. It's not like any other sport. It's really special. A lot of people get beat up and in my opinion at least. Um I have another one. What was things? Remember the Titans? The Mighty Ducks. I'm not I I know Mighty Ducks is kind of beloved, but I'm Space not Space like, Jam. Sure, shout out Space Jam. Another one. Another sports movie. I don't know if this is too vague. Another one to me could be movies that center around like they're very conversational. Like they're mm. very like it's dialogue for that's like all about conversations between people. Mm. Something like Pulp Fiction. It's like very. I don't know if that would count. Mm. I don't know if what you're saying is necessarily like a subgenre, but what I, get, about, I get what you're driving. What at. about musicals? Subgenre, sure. yeah. And do you guys like musicals? Not really. I'm the only musical I've enjoyed is Ulala. La 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 La. Oh no, dude. Ulala. La La. Goodness gracious. I loved Ulala. I was like, which one? I was like, Ulala. I've never heard of As soon as he said Ulala, I was like, he's talking about La La Land. Motherfucker. Ulala. Bro, even if. If oh, I watched no. La La Land and the same movie that I watched and loved, but it was called Ooh La La, I'd hate it. Yeah, I think I might like it a little less. <laughs> <laughs> That's insanity. Um, also. What the hell was I going to say? With musicals, I'm not like the biggest musical guy. Like I don't have an affinity for a lot of the like classic Disney stuff or whatever. But the right musical gets me. Like I love Phantom like La of the La Opera. Land. I love La La Land. I love uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, love like, that one. Oh, another, another subgenre: stop motion animation. Stop motion. Sure, that's another big one. Fantastic Mr. Fox, Isle of Dogs, Coraline, uh, Coraline Paranorman, those kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. Monster House, which I watched recently. Yeah, love Monster House. Monster House CG or oh shit, it's not motion. stop motion. It's not. It looks like it, but it's not for a mm-hmm. second. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess yeah. The best subgenre is you're right, mob mob movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. I mean, you got movies like. Yeah, Goodfellas, you got Casino. Godfather. Yeah, Godfather. I don't even know. I don't think you'd throw Wolf of Wall Street in there now. But like like The Departed 2 you would toss in there. The other thing I thought of just now off the top of my head is adult animation. There you go. As genre under animation. Oh, this relates to a topic I'm going to have next week. Oh, okay, good. More in like a TV sense where it's like I love The Simpsons, Futurama, Archer, Rick and Morty, like on and on and on kind of thing. But then also how we've talked about for sure with animation before, like my affinity for 
animation sure. movies and stuff mm-hmm. that are for more mature audiences. Like, I mean, on the anime side, you know, there's a million examples, but just off the top of my head, again, your Ghost in the Shells or like Chainsaw a, Man, Akira or something. Chainsaw about a movie? Man. That yeah, Princess? like I was thinking more in my Princess Mononoke. Like, Princess Mononoke is not. I guess the violence and stuff makes it a little bit more adult, but like minus that, it's still relatively approachable. Um, but I guess a lot of Ghibli stuff, just like how serious it's taken, and even something like My Neighbor Totoro, which is a and kids abstract. movie in quotes. Yeah, like it's still, there's more to it, you know, different from like, I don't know, a Pixar movie or something where it's like, it's a kid's movie, but I also get something out of it. But like mm. I I find Totoro, for example, different. Um, it's more kids, kid forward. Yeah, but then there's other things where it's like we talked about Nine not long ago. Oh, dude, which again, I love Nine. I get that Nine was marketed like two kids, but to me that movie's like scary as shit and yeah. violent and really dark and like it's works like, as an adult thing. I kind of see Nightmare Before Christmas kind of in the same vein of it's like it's really creepy and has a lot of like terrifying imagery, like super scary screams and sounds and like it's very it's it's a little bit more towards kids. It's like it's still to me. Tells the line of being both. I think what helps with Nightmare Before Christmas is that it's A, a musical, musical. and B, like it is treated like it's still like it's horrifying things if you really sat and thought about it, but it's treated in like a Disney whimsical kind of way, mm. especially when it involves like we're going to Christmas Town or whatever. Whereas like something like Nine is like or Coraline. Humanity has died. Mm. These nine pieces of this guy's soul are mm. all that's left, and they need to save the world. Mm. This terrifying robot is building even more terrifying robots to fucking kill them. Like, it's way more like, holy mm. shit, dude. Like, this that, is for how old? Movie, oh that movie God. is so unique and underrated. I don't know why no one yes. talks about it anymore. This is what I've mentioned in my animation topic before, where it's like, I wish. We should watch nine and have we should watch. We should watch nine, and we should also do a topic about most underrated movies of all time. Mm. There's another one. Yeah, I just, I wish nine. I wish we got more movies like Nine, where yes. it's like, hey, it's animated. Even if you want to do it like Nine, where it was kind of marketed to kids, like do that, whatever you want. I don't care. Just but it's em. like, give me more, give me more, give yeah. me more of that. Please. Well, listen, this has been a, a fun, a fun topic, and I appreciate you guys participating. How do you know I wasn't gonna? Because you, you, I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm, just, he was I'm taking, talking to you. I'm talking he was you taking you out, like, yeah. whether you wanted to. I or mean, not. <laughs> I'd, I'd like for if I mean, if anyone's listening to this topic and wants to leave a comment on their favorite subgenre, please do that. Maybe list a couple of examples, and then also maybe uh, let us know whose subgenre you like the best. Even though we didn't really narrow it we down to one, we per didn't person. Pick one per person, but yeah. Okay, we'll I'll pick Mob. And then I'm going uh, the investigative thriller. Uh, no, no, I don't want. I I don't like that. We don't Mafia, do that. Mafia movies. Mafia movies. That's okay. Right. And Maddie, what's your what's your if you had to pick one? I'll go adult animation. Adult anima- animation. We there just you go. mentioned that, so there you go. Cool. The recency bias prevails. Whoa! Mm. I was about to say that, but you beat me to the punch. What can I say? I'm a smart, <laughs> You're well-read a psych man. Major. Whoa. Yeah, that's what they tell me. Um, well, anyways, thank Thanks. you, fellas, Merci. and thank you, the audience. Oh shit, we're done, huh? <laughs> Unless, well, we'll go. We, we we'll would go have around. had one more topic, but. <laughs> we're but. down to Malcolm no we'll go around the horn because I want to start doing that at the end of the show too so anyways thank you once again for tuning in to Wildly Adequate this has been your episode for this week um, what was I going to say uh, please like share subscribe there we go we got Mark in too like share subscribe review the show rate the show but only if you're going to do it positively if you're going to do it negatively don't do that don't want to hear it we don't want to hear it we don't care to be quite frank with you um Hopefully next week we will have uh, all four of us again, uh, but we'll see what happens. Anyways, before we go, 
Is there anything you would like to add, Patrick? Why are you why are you singling him out? Yeah, why'd you do that? Because I'm going to go to you and then Mark. Go to Mark oh. first. Mark, is there anything you'd like to add as we close out the show? I'd like to add that um, even though I've been doing a lot of topics about movies, I'm going to continue doing so because <laughs> I, I love them so much. And even next week, I have like a, a semi-movie related So thing, he's so. doubling down. Patrick, anything Thanks. else? <laughs> Very good. I can't follow that up. That's that's the episode. That's the show. There you go.